The views expressed on oh, the previous Oh, not Jerk Jerk Street. Did he really say that? Uh-huh. And do not oh. like those of the Beasley Broadcast Group, its staff, advertisers, or agencies. Absolutely. Oh, by the way, Mo did not get candid serious. That was not going to lock it to screen it up. You're listening to Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Miami, Fort Lauderdale. You go, Mo. How come they're picking on poor Mo, huh? 560 WQAM presents the Neil Rogers Show. To talk to Neil, dial 5670560. I bet you it was Johnny Dork that made that. In other cases, call toll free 877-785-NEIL or call 560 on your AT&T and Verizon wireless phones. The opinions expressed by Neil, his guests, or his callers do not represent those of WQAM management staff or sponsors. Now the Neil Rogers Show. 560 WQAM. And then the Lord said, let there be light. And lo, there was light. From the same people who brought you the much-beloved Talking Bible comes a new ten-volume set, brilliantly updated for the 80s. Yes, it's the Rapping Bible. There was dark everywhere. Then the man said, light. And the light was there. He said, I've done good. There's no doubt. On the seventh day, he just chilled out. Genesis, Genesis, beginning of that, beginning of this. Finally, the good book is bad, and his word is not there. Check it out. There's a town called Sodom and Gomorrah. Everybody parties like no tomorrow. God looked down, said, not my fault. Don't look back or you turn to stone. Lot's wife took a peek, started to freeze. The cow came up and licked her cheek. Take a lick, y'all, of a cheek, y'all. Imagine all the songs, all the parables, every sacred biblical word interpreted by the finest sucker MCs of all time. Genesis! Exodus! The Rapping Bible, making his word fresh again. 1001 at 560 WQAM. Happy Wednesday to you. No holiday today, no uh, special events. Although we do have uh, Curtis and Danny Cannell for the Mad Dog at 4. And we got the uh, high school gridiron report at 8. Wow. Well, we've got some real dreck for you today. Anyway, uh, speaking of that, so Mo did not get fired at Sirius. That was just an ugly rumor that um, Manny Munoz or whoever was sending 80 <laughs> million emails yesterday stirred up. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah. Say Greg Budell. It was the fake Greg Budell. Right. Who Dave Hagen never heard Greg of. Budel. I had to explain that, that to him. Yeah. Dave, Dave Hagen never heard of Greg Budell, even the real one. And, of course, who the hell did? Whoever heard of Greg Budell? Okay, let's, before we do anything else, take a look at the uh, poll result as it stands right now. And it's good. as soon as we get to 1,000, we're changing it. You're going to like the one for uh, tomorrow, for later. Mm-hmm. I could least tolerate an insult to my intelligence, 186. We've got 907 on there. How, how much you got, fat boy? What do you see on there? Oh, uh, let me refresh. 9. 10. 10. 911. 911. Oh. <gasps> oh. Oh. Could least tolerate an insult to my intelligence, 186. Kids 101. Now, see, I'm the one that put kids on there. You see that? Mm-hmm. Late edition, and it zoomed up to number two. Family, 82. Spouse, 80. Penis size, 56. Mama, 52. Yo, mama. Performance in bed, 47. Weight, 33. Looks, 28. Ethnicity or race, 25. Beer preference, 23. (laughs) Political preferences, 23. Religion, 23. Don't be knocking my freaking religion. My bubba mice is okay. Sexual persuasion, 21. Line of work, 20. Gang, 17. 
We got 17 gang members out there. Yo, yo. Gangsters. Don't be Disability 16, income level 12, native country 10, choice of car I drive 8, taste in women or in men, 7 depending on your thing, sports team preference 6, breast size 5, gender 4, state or region 4, native language 4, fashion style 4, name 4, school or college 3, be true to your school, school and a height 3 out of 911 vote, 911. Now, just before we got out of here yesterday, there was an email that came in, but I didn't have time to read it. I was already finished. Mm -hmm. I, I could spend the whole four hours today just ranting on about the emails and the whole thing. I mean, and don't get me wrong, the, the hostile ones, the critical ones, the crank ones, and they're all crank. Yeah. The, the entertaining ones are cranks, which is fine. It's material. It's uh, funny mm -hmm. stuff. I enjoy them tremendously. Ain't like Lucas yesterday with a phony name and phony address and phony phone number and phony identity, phony BS. So just before the end of the show yesterday, I get uh, this. Jim DeFeedy is back. Now, I'll give the audience 600 choices who you think sent this to me. <laughs> Jim DeFeedis. Yeah. I mean, I know for years there have been a lot of really uh, desperate people in the market looking, looking to me to promote them on the mm -hmm. air. And I have no problem with that, but it's just, when you do it yourself, it's like the day that Rich Pactor sent me a copy of a letter to the editor he sent to the Sun Sentinel in hopes I'd read it on the air. That was last week you were on vacation. Oh, gee, personal. I'm sorry I missed Rich that. Could you, yeah. um... Oh, by the way, that rap and Bible, that was just the first of many, many old predictable mm -hmm. bits I'm playing today. I'm playing all the oldies today. Good. If you don't like it, you'll I... mama. Jim DeFeedy is back. Jim DeFeedy is absent from the radio waves the past four months. Returns Monday afternoon on Fort Lauderdale Talk Station, WFTL, 8.50 on the AM dial, a station that's got a oh, point oh. just about all day. James Crystal Radio, in other words, real losers. Steve Lappa, like Norma Kant said, anything Steve Lappa touches turns to instant processed Schmidt. Jim DeFeedis new show will run Monday through Friday, 4 to 7 p.m. His two-year stint at WYNZ ended in September when he and the station couldn't come to an agreement on a new contract. A non-compete clause in his old contract kept him off the air, but it's expired now. The fetus says he hooked up with WFTL because no other station in South Florida is as committed to local talk as WFTL. And let's face it, living in South Florida, we should all be committed, he says. <laughs> with humor like that, he should go really far. He, he sent this to me himself. The real Jim DeFetus to promote his new show on WFTL starting 4 to 7 on Monday. Ooh. I'm, I'm assuming on Monday. I don't know whether it's next Monday or maybe he's already on there. I, I don't know. I don't think so. Is that pathetic or what? It's typical. It's uh, expected. Sad. It's sad. They always do. Like begging. Beg oh, please, please. Well, they know, they know you'll promote, promote them. Promote like, my show. Look at everything you did for footy. Yeah, I tried. You did. God you were the only one. I tried. Don't blame me. Every day. Oh, here's uh, the fake Greg Budell. It says, I got a hold of Dave Hagan. Mo is still working part-time on Sirius, but they still hate him like poison to have a good show. That's not what Dave Hagan told George. That's right. Fake Greg Budell. That's not what Dave Hagan said. Dave said Mo is on his best behavior. Mm -hmm. He hasn't pissed anybody off up there, and he's That's still right. working. So up yours, fake Greg Budell. It's got to be Johnny Dork. You hear they're coming to take care uh, of I, I heard that Budell this time, yeah. I, I see it right out my window. Uh Here's a, a poll suggestion. What topics should George not be allowed to discuss during Neil's vacation? And by the way, believe me, believe me when I tell you, we need lots of help on these emails. 
This morning I came in here where there were 20 of them, and there wasn't one that was like a real email. It was like, oh, I'm yeah. in Azerbaijan. Uh-huh. I need your help to uh, locate $3.6 million to put in your account right. and, and like that. I keep winning the Nigerian lottery. And then I'm also getting fake American Express stuff uh, on this email. Do you think mm-hmm. American Express would be emailing me, first no. of all, on this? No, uh, <laughs> no. And, of course, to, to blank, to, yes. to no name. To whoever. Which is almost as good as to undisclosed recipients. That, that's what I get. So we need some real serious activity there, besides sending me links to articles or just articles, which I've had several this morning, and they immediately get deleted. I don't want articles, okay? Unless it's something like earth-shaking, unless it's like uh, the end of the world. Right. What topics should George not be allowed to uh, discuss during Neil's vacation? His miserable marriage, his drug use, his hatred of his mother, his vasectomy, his foreskin and or smegma problem, his time roller skating, his favorite TV shows, Simpsons and Family Goy, his hatred of Israel, his sexual escapades at swinger clubs, his pathetic salary, his younger years as born-again Christian, and his Cuban self-hatred. I'm not doing that, Paul. Well, there are a lot of things on there that I never discuss. So. Well, you bet. there's some ideas for you. Oh, here's the fake Greg Vidal again. I missed Jerk Jerk Street. Did you hear him? No, I did not, nor would I listen to it, nor have I got any interest in Jerk Jerk Street. Fake Greg. I think fake Greg Vidal is either Manny Munoz or Fat Boy. Cry, not, not, not our Fat Boy. Jeff, hi, 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 hi. I guess he, you know, he gave up on trying to tell everybody that Joe Bell got canned. Hi, Pally. And believe me, if Joe Bell got canned, it would have been, oh, would we have had a celebration or what? And don't be sending me no more emails, Joe Bell. Go do some managing stuff. Just like Sarah Palin says, I don't really know what the vice president does. Well, we don't know what the general manager does at our station. We know what a real general manager does at a real radio station. We don't know what RGM does besides screw everything up. Takes the time yesterday to send me a, a psychotic email. Oh, I didn't give anybody your email address, but if you want me to, I will. Ho, 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 ho. Overgrown child. Joel Feinberg and him were a perfect match. They kept exchanging hostile, psychotic emails back and forth. Remember yeah. those days? Oh, yeah. Joel Feinberg at least had enough common sense and decency to, like, step away. Step out. Just walk away. That's right. That's what you ought to do, Jolly Joe. Just walk away. One day, people come in and your office is empty and you're long gone. Oh, God, would there be a celebration. All corners of the universe, there will be a gigantic celebration. The evil this man hath wrought in this place. So anyway, here's the email address, neil at neilrogers.com. If you have anything to say, whether you're crank or real or whatever, it doesn't make any difference. Just uh, send it along. Because now that the election is over, it's really... Oh, here's Yug, 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 Yug. Breaking news, Jim DeFetis. <laughs> I don't understand. Oh, this is Thursday, August 21st. I don't get it. Jim DeFetis has abruptly quit his afternoon radio show on WFTL. He has held on the 4 to 7 p.m. since January after leaving WYNZ last year. The fetus was on the air yesterday, it says, in an email to Random Pixels, he wrote, I will, I will, oh, I left WFTL today. He didn't elaborate. I followed up and asked him to re- comment further. Who knows, maybe he's going back to WNZ. Like, like, this is important, like somebody really cares about Jim DeFetus. And then there's an email, Jim DeFetus responded by email, which this is definitely not the same Jim DeFetus uh, email address that I had. Hi, Bill. Here's what I'd say about my time at WFTL, and it goes on and on and on. We don't care. You don't belong on the air in the first place, you fatso, you tubby. You don't belong on the air, period. 
And now here's an article from a CNN, some crap, of absolutely no use or interest to anyone in the universe, and that's it. That's the emails. So an experiment that I thought was going smashingly well and was going to be really phenomenal, it's, uh, it's another bomb, because South Florida people have got nothing to say about anything. Yes, yes. That's right. So uh, luckily, luckily for me, I got uh, just a zillion really uh, good articles. I'll go back to bedtime stories. Or, of course, there's always the phone. We don't have oh, Flea yeah. today. Flea gets really psychotic when I take calls. Does Doesn't he? he, Chris? Oh, he loves it. No, he does not. He thinks it's great. He's the one who always he... tells you to take the calls. No, he does not. Yeah, he does. Now, when are you leaving? Uh, Friday. No, I don't mean for one day. I mean, when are you leaving the show? I'll see you later. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go get a flea for you. No, thanks. It's not that he's a bad guy. He's just got nothing to say, and he's got that twerpy voice. Like that. We got enough of that on the air already. We got the big O2-4 to four today. In spite of gi just gigantic protests, they're massed all the way down to uh, Aliquippa. All the way up to Aliquippa. Four to seven, it's uh, Curtis and Danny Cannell. Mad Dog's taking one of his eight million days off. And so we got Curtis and Danny Cannell. We like Curtis a lot. What's Danny Cannell doing on the year? Another ex-jock. Dolphins tonight, seven to eight. High school gridiron report, eight to nine. That gets at least a oh, point oh. minus uh, 80. And then the uh, DA show, nine at midnight, which gets a oh. point something. Maybe in this trend, he'll break a two share at night, you think? No. He finally broke a, a one last in the book. Aren't you proud of good old DA? I'll bet you every day he thinks about Look at that. No items in this view. No items in this view on the email thing. Outrageous. Absolutely. And we get Jim to feed us. See, so now it doesn't make any sense. The email that I read, maybe that was another fake. You think? I don't know. I, I don't I really don't care. Right. I mean, you know, it was, some, it was something to read, you know. Jim to feed us is back. And it's dated Tuesday, November 11th. It's dated yesterday. And it's from him, allegedly. Returns Monday afternoon. Of course, this could be dated way back, uh, yeah, way back when he came back. So who the hell knows what the date was on this? Jim DeFitas, tune in on Monday and see if he's anywhere on the dial and let us know. Nobody will care. Trust me when I tell you. And look at that phone. I said we might take a few calls. You see anything happening on the one. phone? Boy, I, what? Oh, there I, is one. I get the feeling we're like in the middle of a death knell. What? WQAM, death radio. That that was good, wasn't it? Was oh, that yeah. special? Not even the real one. I'm your friend. I'm your friend. All the retardos all the time. Look at that phone. I Look at it. those emails. Right. What? Yeah. Here. Crickets. I think Lucas was right. Time to step aside. Oh, and look at the time. Instead of getting a vasectomy, George should have gotten neutered. Ha ha ha, says Anthony. Ha, 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 Anthony. Wow. Hmm. I'll say that for later. Neil, they keep adding nights. Now four sold-out shows at Hard Rock in January. Miami loves Billy Joel, and Billy Joel loves Miami. Now he spends most of the year living in Miami Beach. I know that you love Billy Joel, and will be there all four nights. I can't stand Billy Joel, and I won't be there at all. Better him than me. Don't you just love Billy Joel? I like some of his older stuff. I don't. 10.15 at 5. I like him about as much as... He had a sign that said, Mission Accomplished. As much as him. It just keeps getting bigger. Rick Riley stole my briefcase. 
I like the fart in his face. That smarmy dink, what gives him the right? Oh! I think his wife wanna bite it off tonight. All right. Rick Riley stole my briefcase. What a disgrace to the human race. Yes. Oh, Rick, you're a smuck. Hangover sucks. That wheel of meat should also include Rick Riley's butt. Oh, oh, oh. Rick Riley stole my briefcase. <laughs> I like a fart in his face. I need help. Rick Riley, you're in. 10.20, I haven't lost it. 10.20 at 5.60 WQM. The audience has lost it, though. Boy, they're disappearing today. They pulled a vanishing act. Can you believe it? Look at that phone, man. There's not a single, there's not even a, a tickle on it. Right, there's not no a uh, or a trickle. weekday excuse either. Here it is in the middle of the week. Yeah, Wednesday the, the 13th, the uh, the 12th, whatever the hell it is. Mm -hmm. Somewhere after the 10th. Oh, happy birthday, Neil. Be and somebody just sends me another article, which I already have about Miss Foley. I got it in my pile. Don't send me any more articles. Don't send me any links. Don't send me any attachments. Say something. Yeah, Anthony, who thinks he's really funny. Who won the election? I've been hiding in my mom's house, scared the old man would win. Well, the old man didn't win, so it's safe to come out now, Anthony. On second thought, back in, in the closet. 948 on the pool. When we get to a 1,000, then we're going to change to that other one. Boy, the other one is good. The most tedious personal hygiene routine mm -hmm. for you. You like it? Even George likes it. Yeah. George usually is very, yeah. very indifferent about the poll. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'd like to see a poll put based on what I did during the elections. I basically, I, I, got, I have a niece, a young niece, and I, I was pushing her to go the whole McKay, the, the Palin way, you know what I mean? But the whole time I was secretly uh, supporting Obama. Mm -hmm. I don't know if anybody else did that, but I, I took it all the way pretty dirty. Yeah, I bet you did take it pretty, uh, all the way pretty dirty. No, I mean, I, you know, about the racism and everything. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, get out of here. Nut job. He took it all away pretty dirty with his young niece. Mm -hmm. WQAM, hello. Neil, there are people still out here listening to you. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? Well, first of all, I am born and raised in Miami, but today is I'm the so worst sorry. day of the year because Sarah Palin is going to spend three days here spewing her crap. Well, you know I, what? Why don't we just forget about Sarah Palin? I sure I know, would like I to. to. I'm sick away. and tired of her already. Go away. George gets stoned. Yeah. Uh, okay, is that an order? What did he just say? George, said, George gets stoned. Oh. Like, don't rush me. WQAM, hello. Yes, good morning. Good morning, sir. Yes, uh, you were talking about Les Paul yesterday. I wasn't able to get in, but uh, he still performs every Monday night up in uh, Manhattan. I'll be damned. He's he 90 still plays years old. 92 or 93, he still mm -hmm. plays every Monday night. And, I know, uh, we, had that, we had that on the air. Oh, he does an amazing performance. He works a little blue these days, as they used to say. He but works still, a, little, a little blue? He's a little blue, he yeah. plays dirty music? Yeah, he's a dirty old man, basically. Oh, well, good for him. I like him and better he, now. And he's not ashamed of it. Well, good. <laughs> okay, well, thanks for the good news. I'm your friend, right? Yeah. WQAM, hello. The economy's in the gutter. Foreclosures are all time high. Our school sucks. Let's go to the stadium for the Martin. Yay. WQAM, hello. 
Good morning, Mr. Rogers. Yes, sir. If you get a chance, try to watch the front line from last night, Lee Atwater, the dirty politics he ran for the Bush mm-hmm. um, Bush 41 campaign. No. What a butt plug he was. Mm-hmm. I already know that. Okay. I already know that. Been there, done that. You know, the election's over. I hate to break the news to you. The election's over. Those of you people that want to continue wallowing in the eight years of misery under Bush and Cheney, and those of you who want to continue hawking a chinic about Sarah Palin, just keep just keep going to the mirror and stand there and talk to yourself. Because I'm burned out on it. Aren't you? Way before it ended, I was burned out. Oh, my God. I was saying that a couple of days before the election. Let's get it over with already, you know? Enough. Oh, two Sid Rosenberg spy reports. It must be so important it's been sent twice by Rob. Wow. Sid was saying how much he thought you sucked and can't understand why anyone would listen to it, even though he was pretty up to date in everything you were doing on the show, was still using the uh, something uh, drop, too. The something? Oh, Roy. Oh. The Roy drop. Yeah, he's using our drops. Roy! We don't really care. Go ahead, Sid. It doesn't help, by the way. You still suck, and you still got no numbers. Even when they get an up book, he still gets a two share. No, uh, yeah, that's why he talks about me. He thinks I'm going to like go into a big thing about him. Forget it. Go back to New York, Sid. We hate you. Here's Carlos. It says, I started listening to your show during IOD years when Henry was colleague of yours, spelled very badly. I've just returned to Miami, also spelled wrong, after a long sabbatical of sorts. But I must say, thanks to the Internet, no matter where I am, I can hear the show. Thanks for all the laughs and belated Feliz Cumpleanos, uh, Anos, better late than never. One question, why do you loathe and disdain the Dolphins so much? I know they've been in a downward spiral as of late. It's got nothing to do with that. If they won every game, I hate them even worse. But is there anything about the team that tickles your fancy? No. Keep the faith, fight the power, and may the force be with you, says somebody. Carlos. Thanks, Carlos. I hate the, the fish. Now, if they had uh, drafted Brady Quinn... But they didn't draft Brady Quinn because Brady Quinn is rumored to be gay. I think that's what it was all about. Probably. Well, here's a poll suggestion. I would like to see Neil uh, stay at QAM for many more years, move to another local AM station, move to a local FM station, uh, move to satellite radio, go away, work two shows a day like Big O, get a real agent so he can earn what he's worth, buy the station he can do with the show he wants to do, do uh, television again, win big at the slots and say bye, 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 and who's Neil? Oh, God. They they left some options off there, about grow yeah. wings and fly, shoot lasers out his eyes. I mean, there's right. a lot of shoot, really shoot lasers out my ass. Yeah, there there you go. Laser. Eyes. I already did that this morning. This is Neil Rogers, Sports Radio 560 QAM, the sports lead. Get a life. Oh. What are we gonna do? I say, tacos. We are all being screwed. I say, listen. Why is this happening to us? We want the FCC to get off our butts. Tacos. <laughs> There's no place for us now. Even DJs are all down in the mouth. You can listen. But now you won't find any words that will corrupt your mind. No fun to be censored by the FCC. There'll be nothing left for us to enjoy. We'll soon be playing with children's toys. No fun to be censored by the FCC. No, no fun to be censored by the FCC. They want to 
please listen to us. I say, young and old, please don't put up a fuss. Help us petition the FCC. But you must help us with one thing. Neil Rogers can't do it all by himself. Let's all help him. Don't put it up on the shelf. Let the FCC know just how you feel. And maybe we'll get this unjust law repealed. FCC, what are you doing to us? FCC, what are you doing to us? Our ratings won't fly. In fact, they might die because of the FCC. You want to ban what we can do. FCC, you ban what we can say. You've even tried to ban the record. For what's true, send your letter into so far so we can tell the FCC what Neanderthals they are. Neil Rogers and so far are on your side. People, we have nothing to hide, young and old. Get your opinions out and maybe the FCC will stay out. Case of the Grimps. Must be from that bacon. Go away. Go away. <laughs> I love it. Oh, yeah, and I was thinking, you're, you're going to get a kick out of this, maybe. I was thinking back to those days at INZ, and they did that for the show, just like that Wasting Away in Hallandale bit. Right. Where there's a little uh, little thing where you hear the phone ringing in the background mm-hmm. on that bit. Mm-hmm. And this one, I'm trying to think of who the people were who were involved in recording stuff for the show back then. We actually had people who did creative stuff. Right. Frank X. Locanto. Excuse me. Was, that was the guy's name. Don't to dump that? No. Okay. Just the X part. Okay. So I Googled him to see, I mean, this is a zillion years ago, and I'm thinking, geez, my memory is as sharp as a uh, matzo ball. Frank X. Lacanto. He was a political uh, maven. He also did a thing about uh, Ronnie Reagan's supri- Supply Side Economics Blues. God, I wish I still had that. That was a great song. That sounds really familiar. The Ronnie Reagan Supply Side Economics Blues. Well, I wish we had that. So I Googled him, and wait till you hear this letter. Okay. From the Secretariat of State from the Vatican, July 5th, 2003. Dear Mr. Lacanto, I'm writing at the direction of the Holy Father to express his thanks for the compact discs which you sent to him on the occasion of his birthday. July 5th, that's my mother's birthday. He wishes you to know how appreciative he is of your thoughtfulness and devoted sentiments. His Holiness assures you and your loved ones of his prayers. He invokes upon you God's abundant blessings. Sincerely yours, Monsignor Tommaso Caputo, Chief of Protocol at the Vatican. Caputo. Don't we have a Caputo who did, uh, who's the Caputo in the market? In the mar- a radio guy? Or the stock market? Like a traffic person or something. 
I don't know. I know Caprita, not Caputo. Tommaso Caputo, not Caprita. Jesus, you think the Vatican <laughs> is giving blessings to Dave Caprita, a degenerate like that? He's Italian. That's true. They like degenerates. They like gangsters, too. And they like Miss Foley as well. I'll get to that story eventually. I got a pile. Oh, Pennsylvania teacher's aide said Obama would be shot in, in his class. Uh, post F-bomb Scarborough placed on seven-day delay, seven-second delay. Supreme Court to hear Ten Commandments companion monument case about Summum. Did hmm? you ever hear of Summum? No. I've heard of Summum. Founded someone. in 1975 by Summum Bonum Amon Ra, or Corky Ra, nay Claude Corky Norwell. Excuse after me? After an encounter with Summa individuals. Was that just I'll some I'll sort of that. a Latin spell you just recited there? What the hell is that? I read Ed Naha, great article here. You're long, very long. Where the hell is the thing about Mark Foley? Oh, here it is. U.S. Representative Mark Foley reveals the demons he faced after being abused in church as a child. By the fathers, They're by demons. the priests, by the priests, that's right. Rectum. I know it's an isolated case. The Dow has taken another dump. Oh, not as bad now. It looks like it's coming back. It was down 230. Oh, it's, no, I'm wrong, 281. Oh, almost 300 points. Down to 8,413. Oh, boy. Oh, unhappy day. Now, JYRO26, who's just chronic as hell and never sends anything really interesting, sends me this. On the night of the 2008 presidential election, phony conservative Alice Rantel announced he had voted for Barack Obama, citing his anger, yada, yada. Nobody cares about that, okay? JYRO. Nobody cares anymore about Alice Rantel. Now, the fake Rick Spider-Man, though, on the other hand, a lot of people care about Rick with his uh, speech. That's Rick Spider-Man. I never heard that, yet. Neil, did you, do you hear from your friend, or good friend Craig Worthing? No, I don't. Nick Lawrence is still a malcontent. He's probably friends with George. Best regards, Rick. Mm-hmm. Now, I guess we're going to get a lot of those today. Uh, maybe, sure, hey, maybe why Greg not? Udell is going to fade into oblivion now that we're on to his uh, phony antics about, uh, about Mo. Picking on poor Mo. Oh, he's still there, but they hate him like poison. That's what, not what Dave Hagen told George. Dave That's Hagen right. gave us the inside story about how Mo's on his best behavior and doing a fine job up there, and he's still working and everybody uh, stays away so they don't hate him. Right. Rick Spiderman follows up. He says, Phil Henry is a slime ball. Slime ball. Are you sure? I hate it when he did my voice. He stabbed you and Rick and Suds in the back. You always have a home here, Neil, says Rick. Oh, I'll pass, Rick. The fake Rick Spiderman. Those are the days, the light bulb, baby. Oh, my God. Norma Kant, Mr. Ego, Rick Spiderman, all of uh, Steve's uh, underlings. You know, they all had their own underwear and underlings. There was Al Alice Knight with Craig. Hey, Alice. You fairy. Wow. And uh, Joyce Kaufman, she came along a little later, I guess. The light bulb. 1400 WFTL. That was when uh, WFTL was like uh, something else. And now it's like six sports stations. And it's 850 on there. And the Jim DeFita story was from January 1st of uh, this year, or January 7th, something like that. Now, why would he send me that old story again? Try to trip me up? I don't know. It's an old story. Not, not that anybody cares. Nobody cared then, and nobody cares now, fatso. God. Now, didn't he supposedly, like, do a ass stapling or something like that and lost 600 pounds? Still weighs 2,000, though. I don't know. Jim Defeatus. He made Dave Game look like a Lilliputian, like a midget. That's how gigantic Jim Defeatus was. And they he put is, him on TV, but they didn't realize that not everybody's got a widescreen TV. The Dow is down 300 points. There's Henry Paulson on CNN going, pop, 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 beep, 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 I don't know, pop, pop, pop. And George made a good point to me before the show as he was whining, and rightfully so. I'm not knocking your whining, rightfully so. Sorry about that. Paid off, though, didn't it? Oh, big time. 
Um, but in, in other words, anybody, uh, oh, I love the old bits you're playing, says Mr. Radio. Ho, ho, you've sounded like a vintage Neil Rogers the past couple of days. I need a critique for Mr. Radio. Stick it in your ass, Mr. Radio. You've had us in stitches. I think George has been a problem. He sounds like he doesn't want to be there. Bring someone else in. I'll produce your show if you want. Go to hell, Mr. Radio. Take a red-hot poker and stick it up to your neck. Starting in the poop shoot. That's, that's, that's right. All the way up to your earlobe. The biggest names. The best talent. It's the Mad Dog, Jim Mandich. Afternoons, 4 to 7. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports, sports. leader. Neil it's just these guys, Nick and Suds and whatever the heck it is, and the people that call in, they're just like them, like that they were on the, uh, what do you call it, the weeds, and they're high, and they're, I mean, it's terrible. For years that I've been look at listening to 610, and, and it's here. Joyce is out to get us, wants to wreck and destroy our show. Joyce is a fake attorney who don't know nothing about radio. Absolutely. Joyce won't let me. That's why she and Norma get along so well. They both went to Jiffy Lube Law School. Ooh. WQAM, hello. Yes, can I speak to Zach? Speak to what? Uh, Zach. Zach? Yeah. Uh-huh. What do you want? Zach, yeah, Zach what do you here. want? Zach here. Uh, how you doing? Fine. Okay. Go Gators. This is uh, Frank. Hey, Frank. Yeah. Hey, uh, I'm in, I'm, I was in uh, the hospital, but I'm stepping what? out right now. Can you hear me? Can I what? Can I what? Yeah. No, I was, I was just coming to be out. Can you hear me? I can hear yeah. you. What do you, what, okay. What, what, yeah, we, what hear, you we hear the fake voice, yeah. 
<laughs> what you say? I said, yeah, how you doing? What oh, good, what good. Fake voice deserves an yeah. error. Well, I hear two people talking at one time. Yeah, it's amazing. You hear two people talking at one time with, the, with the real voices, not a fake voice like yours. Yeah, so what can we do for you? Yeah, I was wondering if I could speak to Zach off the line. About what? Drugs. It's a drug deal. About what? It's about drugs. Sex. About, about sex. drugs. <laughs> well, you're in a hospital. You ought to be able to get all the drugs you need. That's right. Just pump them right in. That's right. Just Go and check the out the old cabinet. Just like in Godfather 3. Remember the nurses were having like a New Year's party or oh, a yeah. Christmas party? Mm-hmm. And the guy, the assassin with the dark black right. uh, thing comes in there. And all of a sudden, all those uh, all those army people, or who, who are the and government the, people? The soldiers, yeah. Soldiers. Yeah, right the but a bing! Oh, I he thought this was the bulletproof the, pillow. He, Damn yeah, it. It's not the bulletproof pillow at all. <laughs> I like that caller, though. He was good. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yeah. What's going on? What do you got? Um, well, yeah. just wanted to see, uh, see how you're doing. Listen, uh, listen yeah. for a long time. Mm-hmm. But, uh, don't have any material, really. Well, then don't call. If you don't have any material, don't call. It's as simple as that. Very simple. You know how I'm doing because you're listening to the radio. You hear the sound of my voice. I'm still alive. I'm still, uh, you know, a uh, crazy old fag. That's it. You don't need to call and ask me how I'm doing. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Can what I talk to doing? Zach? I want to talk to Zach about drugs. <laughs> Jolly Joe sends me a... This is the fake Jolly Joe, not the real one. Okay. Neil, we are getting complaints that the stream from yesterday is having problems. Are you aware of this problem? Can we get this fixed ASAP? Thanks, Jolly Joe. No, we don't care about the stream. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil? Yes. WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. 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 Yes. What is it that you disagree with when the people send you emails telling you that your show's irrelevant, that you're washed up? What is it that you disagree with? Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, my old fart friend. Are you listening to the? Are you listening to the? Are you listening to the show? Yes, I am. And why is that? Because I listen to it. That's why I use well, if my I, ears if to I'm, if I'm washed up and the show sucks, why are you listening to it? I listen to your show. Do you hear me? Do you hear yeah. what I'm I hear you. And? And I'm listening. Yes. So what does it do you? Huh? Do you have a problem with me listening to your show? Yes. <laughs> What's your problem? How old are you? 150? Oh, that's funny. That's all you can talk about now is how old people are. Yeah, that's right. I'm an old fart, and believe me, I'm a teenager compared to you. Go put your teeth in and go gum some lunch. <laughs> you turd. <laughs> God. Just listen to the sound of that voice, my guy. And people wonder why I don't want to come back down there. My God. You make me feel like a like an infant, not a teenager, like an infant. you <laughs> You alta cocker, man. You should only croak a wicked oh. But have a nice day. WQAM, hello. Can I have Chris's job? WQAM, hello. Why don't you retire? Your show is so stale. I know, just like your voice. God, yeah, God, I know. God, stale, like last year's halavah. Go eat some. WQAM, hello. Hi, Neil. Yes. I'm one of the uh the millions that uh voted for change this uh last election. Um mm -hmm. one of the things that um 
that worries me is uh, uh, reports that say, uh, well, for example, uh, Bush receives all these daily reports. Um, now that uh, Obama's starting to get these, do you think that now that he sees what's actually going on, he might start backpedaling or, you know, changing his mind about certain issues? Because, again, these candidates do say, you know, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. I'll tell you but what. they don't see what the president Remember, remember did you, know, did you so. see the movie in uh, The Exorcist? Have you ever seen that? Yes, sir. And you know the scene where Linda Blair closes the, uh, she opens and closes the drawer? Yeah, yeah, I, I know. And, and, and he says, do it again. And she says, in time. That's in my answer time. to you, sir. In time. We'll find out. I don't have a crystal balls. How are we doing on the poll, by the way? The Dow is down 259. I'll keep you abreast of that. Henry Paulson says the bailout must support securitized loan lending for auto student and credit card loans. But George was saying, little people who are in trouble, nobody is going to help them out. Right. People who are responsible, people have been paying their bills. But if you're a deadbeat and you bought a house that you couldn't afford and you knew you couldn't afford it, and you, they made you some kind of a bogus horseball loan, right. then the government's going to bail you out. Right. If you're rich and you manage your business if bad... You're an irresponsible yeah. business that's been uh, doing all... Like, like AIG. Right. How do you like that? Mm -hmm. More and more of these... Uh, these uh, Bonuses and trips and... Uh, trips. Yeah. These trips to these spas in sure. Arizona. Yeah. And Lou Dobbs. You know something I noticed last night? Lou Dobbs has got 122 teeth. I never noticed that before. Really? Like a shark? His bottom teeth are like real <laughs> small and real tight. He's got, he must have like 99 bottom teeth. Maybe he's and a, he a great white shark. Because he's angry. Ah, Lou Dobbs ah. is angry on CNN with that big, fat, bulbous head. Ah. If you looked in the mirror and saw a head ten times bigger than the rest of your body, you'd be pretty angry, too, let me tell you. Frickin' Lou Dobbs. Go kill some Mexicans, Lou. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes. So, next, I don't know if you heard this word when Bush was trying to compliment the Obamas how they addressed the other day. Uh, if I use optimal and a travel account now, correct? Well, let, let, me make a, let me make a suggestion to you. Okay? Yes, the election's sir. over. Go find a hobby. Go play Parcheesi. Go play Monopoly. The election's over. Wow. It's all over. We won in a landslide. The good guys won. It's over. Give it a rest. WQAM, hello. WQAM, hello. Yes. W-I-O-D sucks. Manny Munoz or Manny Mogos sucks. Mm -hmm. You should hire Footy. Become the Neil and Footy show. Oh, yeah. That's just oh, what we need is go. Footsie. Yeah. How about, how about, like uh, about Jimmy Syphilis? How's she shit. doing? Oh. How do you like that? Wow. <laughs> A little clinker there at the end. Joe Scarborough would have been proud of the end of that mm -hmm. call. They're making Scarborough now do the show with a seven-second delay. Is no other all? shows on MSNBC are doing delay, by the way. They're not even doing Tom delay. Oh, here's one from uh, Joe, not related, not Joe Bell. I'm so burnt out on the election, Sarah Palin, etc. Just like the election, the focus on celebrities comes and goes, such as Britney Spears, Paris Hilton, Brad Pitt, but Jennifer Aniston's manly, uh, Aniston's manly face never goes away. She's pasted on every tabloid cover, and whenever I log onto the internet with a uh, non-story attached. Are you able to play the uh, car security system with a big black guy named Ben and the white Jewish guy, yadi yadi? Thanks for not retiring, Joe, not Joe Bell. Well, thanks, Joe. There's one. That's it. That's all we got in there. Slim and grim on the emails today, boy. Slim and grim. And that's because our good friends aren't are coming through for us. You know, Greg Vidal. I thought right. the fake Greg Vidal was going to be like heavy. And I thought the fake fat Chris would be sure to be back today with lots of stories. Fake Jolly Joe sent us one, but it was pretty weak. Fake Rick Spiderman, I thought, was like starting. How about the fake, uh, what's her name? Who? 
Joyce Kaufman. Oh, we have a fake Joyce Kaufman? Not yet, but I'm oh. saying, why don't we get one of those? She better we get those sensible shoes. You what? Know, she wears those big, round-toed, sensible shoes. Does she really? Oh, yeah, she does. And she's a Haitian mon or Jamaican or something like Is that. Is she? She's an islands bitch. <laughs> The biggest names, the best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The Sports League. The biggest names, the best talent. You're listening to Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Miami, Fort Lauderdale. This is the Neil Rogers Show. Oh, my God. This is your brain. Oh, my God. Any questions? And now, here's another exciting offer from Video Treasure Chest. The hit game show Jeopardy! is known as the Thinking Man's Game Show, famous for its low-key format and sedate pace. But that wasn't always the case. In the original pilot called In Jeopardy!, contestants' lives were actually at risk, as this lost pilot episode shows. Use your category, Bob. I'll take U.S. Presidents for 200. U.S. Presidents for 200. Now remember, Bob, I'm pointing a loaded gun at your head. From this point on, your life is in jeopardy. Should you fail to respond correctly, I'll be forced to splatter your brains across the soundstage, preventing you from going on to the final in jeopardy round. I understand. Very good, Bob. And the answer is the man with the hairiest belly ever to occupy the Oval Office. What the hell kind of question is that? It's not a question, Bob. It's an answer. Your response must be in the form of a question. Well, that's stupid. You have ten seconds, Bob. And watch where you're pointing that thing. Time's running out, Bob. Uh, I don't know. I can't think. The gun's making me nervous. Five seconds, Bob. Please don't kill me. Remember, Bob, you must answer in the form of a question. What is please don't kill me? I'm sorry, Bob. That's incorrect. Oh, God. The correct answer is who is Millard Fillmore? Who is Millard Fillmore? Sorry, Bob. The Lost Jeopardy pilot in Jeopardy, What is Death? Can be yours for just $19.95 in local video stores. Video treasure chest. We've got rooms of this crap. Oh, speaking of the uh, Dow. I'm dying over here. Speaking of death, it's down to almost 300 points. Again. While Henry Paulson is staying, they're reassuring us that they're going to bail out all the deadbeats. It's an important step. But oh. First, he says, she's got a good email here. It says, please tell me what incentive do we have to get up and go to work every day? Like fools, when everyone else can stay home, buy expensive crap they can't afford, and have the government pick up the bill. I quit, she says. You go, girl. Nicole. I don't know why Nicole has an email that says Fersky, but it's it's cute. Fersky? Maybe she's frisky. Ooh. This is very funny from Yellow Belly. Neil, there's a reason that independently wealthy people, people who have an income that doesn't require them to be in a specific place, choose to make South Florida their home more than any other place in the world by far, and that's because it's the greatest place to live if you can afford it. Right. Well, you stay there and I'll stay here, okay, yellow belly? You turd. The greatest place to live if you can afford it. Does anybody with a brain believe that? No. Does anybody who's ever been north of Palm Beach County believe that? No. No. God. The fake Woody Graber is back. He says, where's Fatso today? I guess you haven't been uh, speaking up enough. I'm sorry. I'll talk more. Maybe he's home giving it to Jolly Joe up the old uh, chute, says Woody. The fake Woody Graber. I thought Woody was our friend. He is. The, re the real the, Woody. The real one, right. Oh. WQAM, hello. This my Uncle Neil. Yeah. Hi. How you doing today? Okay. Okay, I just want to call and tell you that uh, Joyce Kaufman is a Puerto Rican Jew person. Yeah. She doesn't agree with Obama. I used to listen to her, but uh, then she started making me sick. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that's she all. She doesn't belong said. on the air. She's not a broadcaster. Yeah, besides that, yeah, right. She's like uh, most of the no. people we have on the air, not a broadcaster. Have a great yeah. day, sir. Get the mush out of your mouth. Sound like you're chewing on 85 marbles. 
Mushmouth. He sounds like Kenny Albert on a bad day. I don't want to say Kenny Albert's a good example of nepotism, but you know what? Kenny Albert's a great example of nepotism. Dow's down 301. Oh, boy. And we got 1,001 votes on the poll. Let's hear it. Nice going, Fat Chris. Now I can change it. Say what? I said we got 1,001 votes on the poll. And now I'm, re I'm clicking on poll switch. Poll switch. There's the new one. Nice going, Eric. Thank you so much. What is the most tedious personal hygiene routine for you? And there are so many good choices on here. I'm going to put shaving my face. Although okay. I'll be honest with you, now that they have uh, for all these years, you know, edge and all those other fake edges, mm -hmm. and uh, shaving is uh, basically a piece of cake. Although I did yeah. make myself the other day on my chin. Boy, I hate that. Yeah. It's still a pain in the ass. Shaving? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's why I voted for it. Well, I'm sure not going to vote for all these other filthy things on here, like douching and stuff like that. Thousand one votes on the uh, poll that's exiting here. I could least tolerate insult to my intelligence, 210, like these callers today. What do you think? That guy couldn't have been a day over a thousand, you know? He made Methuselah look like a child. Intelligence 210, kids 107, family 89, spouse 82, penis size 63, mama 58. Save the drama for Obama and your mama. Performance in bed 54, weight 35, looks 33. Ethnicity or race 28, beer preference 27, political preferences 26, religion 25, sexual pers persuasion you fairy. 22, line of work 20, gang 19. You know, one thing you never hear anybody say is, you damn heterosexual. Disability, 19. Income level, 13. Native country, 11. Taste in women or in men, 8. Choice of car I drive, 8. Sports team preference, 7. Gender, 6. State or region, 6. Fashion style, 5. Breast size, 5. Native language, 4. Height, 4. Name, 4. School or college, 3. Be true to your school. Got the new poll up there. Do you want, should I read the other choices on there? It, sure. might, it might, well, it might, you know, entice some of these people to hop on it. And the poll, too. Charlie B. comes through this week with some good polls. He took some time off to, you know, unscramble his brains and come up with some really good ideas. There won't be any more very soon, I'm sure, but nevertheless. What is the most tedious personal hygiene routine for you? Shaving my face, douching, wiping myself clean after a deuce, tweezing hair, clipping nails, waxing or shaving body hair. Waxing body hair. Oh, my God. You know who that brings to mind immediately? Mm -hmm. <laughs> that sick bitch. Bathing or showering, cleaning out my ears, shaving or trimming my pubes, brushing my teeth, flossing, gargling, changing my tampon, emptying my colostomy bag. Did I say it right? Colonoscopy bag? Whatever. Uh, cleaning the smegma from my foreskin, cleaning the lint from my belly button, washing my hair, blow drying my hair, combing or brushing my hair. The most tedious personal hygiene routine. For Jews. Well, for Jews, certainly not foreskin. Shaving my face so far, six. There, were, there was an old lady at Woodbine a few days ago. She had a mustache that even... Really? Oh, my God. Even Jeff Rimmer would have been proud of it. The Rimmeister. How about those Leafs? How they lost to the, the Calgary last night, four to three. They suck. Go, Leaf, go. Oh, there's the game. Okay. Here's Calgary now bringing it back in over the line. Working in as Preston's across the center. 
and it's deflected right on the doorstep into the crowd by Wayne Primo going hard to the net. You big turd, Wayne Primo. He ain't no Keith Primo, I'll tell you that. That's his brother. He ain't heavy, he's his brother. So I guess we don't want to hear any more hockey, huh? Even with my friend, the great Joe Bowen. 40 degrees and murky today. Well, I'll tell you, winter is here. There's no snow yet, but oh, boy. You feel that chill, the big chill. And you know what? What? I don't like it. And you know what I really don't like is this damn standard time. Now, the first thing Obama could do is he could, like, make a presidential uh, declaration and say that on January 21st, the day after he's sworn in, we're going back to a daylight time all year round. Now, what's the excuse that we go back on standard time? Has it got something to do with the farmers or some damn crap like that? Back on the, well, that's the excuse for daylight savings time. Yeah, so, so what's the excuse of going off of it and back to standard time? I, I don't it, know. It gets dark like at 4.15, 4.30 here. They should just make up their mind and uh, and stick with it. So stick with daylight time, man, yeah. so at least we get a little bit of uh, light and blight. Who the hell needs it to be light outside at 4 o'clock in a freaking morning, for Christ's sakes? Right? Right. And as far as some of those pain in the ass little kids are waiting at the bus stop, if it's dark out there in the morning, maybe a few of them may get run over, okay? Decrease the surplus population. Some of them are probably pretty bratty kids anyway. The Lord will sort it out. The Lord will call them home. Don't you love those when they... Oh, oh the yeah. Lord called him home. Oh. You religious people, man, you talk such garbage, such nonsense. It's just, it's just enough to make me weak and just want to bend over and puke for hours. The Lord called him home. He's in a better place now. Yeah, in a box, rotting. The worms are eating him. He's in a better place now. You should live so long. Cherish life, because once it's over with, baby, you're dead. You ain't going to heaven. You ain't going to hell. You ain't going to purgatory. You ain't going anywhere. Oh, you'll see. When you meet your maker, yeah, when you meet Marvin Maker at Monticello Raceway. What a clown show by Brad Kramer at Windsor Raceway last night. Nice going, Brad. Hit him again. Cut across the infield. It might help once in a while. Neil, I love your show, says Glenda. Thanks for paying the, playing the old bits. Is there enough Brady Quinn to go around? I got him, Glenda. You ain't touching him. Keep up the great work and dump chubby Chris. <laughs> oh, woo! That's the kind of spunk we like. A little bit of uh, emotion out there. These people are dead. I think they're spent from this election thing. I know I am. God. Thank God. I mean, thank God, number one, that it was, uh, oh, we heard you say it. Thank God. Yeah, thank Neil God that it came out good. Oh, I'm the director of Disaster Management and Safety Environment Department Ministry in Cote d'Ivoire mm -hmm. from the desk of Peter Hagaso. Okay, that's a good one. Oh, here's one from Fake Chris. Good. This is the kind of stuff we need. If this email thing is going to work at all on this show, otherwise we'll have to come up with something entirely different, like messages in a bottle. Fix the stream from yesterday, so I... Oh, this is from the fake flea. I know, because it's spelled F-L-E-A. Fix the stream from yesterday, so I can hear my email read on the air, you fat, fat fag, gay Jew fag. The fake flea. Was there something wrong with the, um... No idea. We don't, we don't really care. In the archives? Correct, we don't. We don't care. The price is right, and you take what you get and quit bellyaching. Here's one from the fake fat Chris. Hi, Neil. Sorry I can't be with you today. Jolly Joe called me at 6 a.m. said he'll be at my home at 9 after my parents leave with a jar of Crisco and a box of rubbers. Jolly Joe used to enjoy barebacking me, but as a wild case of herpes, I don't want to catch it. What time does Taco Bell open today, Neil? Is it 10 a.m.? Here's my order for today. Two gorditas, two chalupas, nachos with cheese, and six soft-shell tacos. After eat, I eat all of that, I'm going to go, oh, no, I can't read that. 
Jolly Joe has asked me if he could give me a Cleveland steamer. Do you know what this is? Yep. Well, Neil, I should be back tomorrow. Hopefully my pimply ass won't be sore from the pounding I'm taking from Jolly Joe. I love you, Neil. I long for the day that you can... Oh, no, I can't read that. Have to go now. Have to go butter up my anus so it's tender for Jolly Joe. Bye, Neil Fat Chris. That is disgusting. I bet you Joyce Rectum. would be grossed out by that. Joyce probably isn't listening today. She's uh, probably listening to tapes of no fart sounds. Remember that? Yep. Can't play that on the air because corporate don't want it. Corporate don't want it. Ain't no parts anymore. Oh, just a little taste. Just a little teeny tiny taste. It's so good, yeah. She blows, she blows, you know, she blows. She's probably the most popular fake attorney in town, I would say. Shaving my face is winning the uh, personal hygiene pain in the ass, 44. The Dow is down 309 points. It's a buying opportunity. What's his name? The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Eighteen at five sixty WQM. Happy Wednesday to you. Here's one from the fake Alice Rantel. It says, Neil, how could you say no one cares about me? No one. K N O W. No. I've I have you seen my ratings on KABC? Question my boy. Alice was never this illiterate before. I dare say mine are better than yours. I've been enjoying your show lately, but why do you insult me? Is the W S News gravestone still standing at W Y O D? Al, Alice. Don't know. Don't care, Alice. Here's one from Liz. Oh, please accept my belated birthday wishes. This is the 12th of November. When was your birthday, Chris? Mine, December 29th. I'm talking about last year. December 29th. Well, happy birthday oh, well, for last you. year. <laughs> no, I mean, after a certain amount, I mean, like a well, week goes by. It's just a week. Like a, what? She's within a week. I think that's not bad. It's bad. Okay. Bad. Hope your day was delightful, stupendous, and momentous. It was fine. I'm so glad you haven't quit the biz because you're my favorite radio personality of all time. Baby Jesus George is also a delight. 
Did you know that Gore Vidal is coming to Miami? He'll be giving a talk downtown tomorrow night. For those of us who are partial to angry prophets, it's sure to be sure it's sure to be a great night out. Well, it may be, but he the last couple of times I saw Gore on TV, he's looking about at least 180 years old. He's not looking too good, or speaking too good. He's like uh, he's great, but nevertheless, we know how he felt about that half silly, half-witted Bush boy. I can't wait to hear his take on Obama. The weather in Miami is sparkling and lovely. Love and kisses, Liz. Okay, Liz. And guess what, Liz? The birthday's gone, and the election's over too. I mean, you know, those of you people that want to continue, uh, you know, enjoying it and reveling in it and self-congratulating and flagellating, go ahead. But I'm, I'm just burnt out. I'm del- delighted the way it turned out. I don't want to say I told you so, but I told you so. And now we need a rest. Jesus, God Almighty. Oh, did you see Sarah on TV again yesterday? Who cares? God. And, and all this conversation about is she going to run in 2012? We yeah. can only pray. Even the Republicans aren't that stupid. They made the point on uh, your favorite show, The Daily Show, that uh, she's taking big advantage of this vacuum, this news vacuum mm-hmm. right now. Boy, anything yeah. will fill it. They'll stick anything in there right now. That's right, including her ugly puss. Mm-hmm. God, if that's the best they got, why don't they just uh, close up? Let's have the wig party back or something like that. Maybe right. Mo could start the uh, wig party. He sure got enough wigs to do it. Or the wiggity wig party. Let's have a party, Mo. Murray says, just a quick note to say, thanks for all the great years of entertainment. 20 years I've listened to you. I owe it to you that I'm much more open-minded and liberal, says Murray. I only listen to NPR, Bob and Tom, and Neil God. I'm finally getting out of this toilet, moving back to California. I will listen to you on the pewter. Have a great day, Neil. Thanks, Murray. And congratulations on getting out of there. Even though I'm hearing a rumor that the people with the money who can afford to live anywhere they want overwhelmingly live in South Florida. You know, important people like Ricky Martin and Madonna, Jose Consucco, people like that. Important people, not little people like me. Marty says, I cut my own hair. It takes a little time. Can you add that to the pool? No. I mean, like shaving my hair. I do that, too, and that takes some time. It's, it's uh, you know, a nuisance. You want to put it on there? Whatever. No. I don't want to. There's already a hundred choices on there. Oh, here's one. Was, was more in the GOP and John McCain's blame game. Not interested. Go away. Here's a spy report on Joe Bell. Oh, this ought to be good. The real mole. Now, the real mole is Flea, believe me. He is a mole. You know that, don't you? I'm not saying he's a bad guy, but he's a mole. The minute, well, he, leaves, the minute he leaves that studio on the days when he fills in on this show, he's running over to Joe's orifice. Let's explain all the pictures he's taken. I wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me. You better not pick your nose, man. He'll be in there with a picture of it. I always spick my nose. Okay, here's what this one says. This is from The Mole. Uncle Neil, I wanted to give you a spy report on Joe Bell. I spotted him at the stadium diner having lunch yesterday with Flea. Flea had a notepad. I overheard the following. Flea told Joe Bell that Neil and the rest of the crew were on to the secret love affair between him and Fat Chris. He also said, even though it seems fake, that the old man knows it's real. Flea went on to say that someone reported about the bloody diarrhea love canal and Chris's assless chaps and beefsteak tomato nipples. I heard Joe Bell say, I love Chris and will never stop slamming his big fat cottage cheese ass. Joe went on to say, it all started because Chris is my real informant, but I've grown to love it when Chris gently puts my pimply, I can't say it, in his plump rear. Now I'm counting on you, Flea. Then Joe Bell ordered liver and onions while Flea rubbed his cracked fat feet under the table. Then the thing I heard as I was walking out was Flea asking you to take Chris's place as Joe's lover, but Joe said he prefers a bear over a tweak. 
But that uh, job under the table is not out of the question. Strange but true, says the real mole. Stadium Diner, is it still there? I'm sure it is. Mm -hmm. It's one of those places that will never go away. Go away. Go away. <laughs> yeah, let's play that bit again just so we can sure. hear the... Go away. It's my favorite. Mm -hmm. 73 votes on the new poll. Let's look in that Outlook Express. Oh, look at this. There's some stuff in there. Here's the Frank Greg Budell. I've been helping program the new series channel to the blend. The people in the building can't stand Mo, including his co-host on Late Hits. I think Dave was afraid to say anything to George, fearing the word would get back to Mo, says the fake Greg Budell. Mm -hmm. Hey, Uncle Neil, I'd like to wish Liz a happy birthday from when she was 18 years old, says Ed. Quit picking on Liz, okay? At least she cared enough to say something nice, okay? Ed. Chronic Ed. Yeah, the people who can afford uh, to live in, uh, anywhere they want, they come to South Florida so they can hear. <laughs> yeah, so they hear people the fetching notion, and whining yeah. and moaning and groaning, all the old cockers gumming the food, gumming the jello at that Coconut Creek uh, Seminole place. My God. I, I wanted to go up to the counter and ask the uh, ask the cashier, am I old enough to be eating in here or what? God. I, I, I'm, I'm surprised they don't have like a, um, a funeral uh, parlor representative coming, going table to table, probably do a land office business. It wouldn't surprise really me if I saw it. Bury some of those stiffs on the way out. Steve says, while most of us struggle nationwide, and again, the higher-ups of the AIG Corporation decide to spend another half million dollars of bailout money on a three-day retreat and an extremely luxurious getaway, including two-story townhomes for each person, thousands on food, thousands on recreation, thousands on travel expenses, and so on. This guy's almost as pissed off as Lou Dobbs. <laughs> According to Wired and the AP, AIG spent over 567 grand on Taxpayer money, the bailout money, is supposed to help these companies get a leg up. Now AIG has asked for $40 billion more, more money for these money-grubbing a-holes to live the life that they want, while most people suffer and do without. This is the kind of thing that needs to stop and stop immediately. I wouldn't expect the Bush administration to do anything about it, but I hope when Obama takes over, this kind of uh, spending will be stopped. I'm sick and tired of paying for other people's fun. Lots of nerve, AIG, says Steve. And you know what, Steve? You are... Absolutely correct, sir. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Neil Rogers. He sure did. He made all these diseases, baby. All these ailments. All these tsuris. Oh, you're such a bastard. You're such a heathen bastard, Neil. Yeah, that's right. That's me. You got the right one. 1132 at 560 WQAM. It's Woodbine Wednesday, baby. I'm going to go there win a zillion dollars today. And then Joe Bell can stick the whole place right inside his chute. <clears throat> if Chris will permit. Huh? <laughs> move over, Chris. Yeah, move out of the way. See ya. <laughs> Got a big delivery coming in there. Oh, Yellow Belly says, yes, there are more wealthy people here than anywhere else in the world. This is true all year round, but especially in the winter. Estimates are during the winter, 80% of the wealth in the country and 40% worldwide wealth are controlled by those in this area from Miami Beach through Palm Beach County. There's a big difference between visiting someplace and living there. It's fun to vacation in Berlin, Italy, etc., but try actually living there and it gets old real fast. Well, you know what? I'm not going to live there. I'm not going to try living there. I'm living in Toronto and I like it real well. And as far as people with money, believe me, they got money here that hasn't even been printed yet. 
And as soon as they start printing it, so there's a guy that's uh, all excited about being in South Florida. I guess that makes him rich. I guess. Sam says, I heard you talking about moving back to South Florida. I hope you're uh, kidding. Yes, I am. For the last many years, you continually talk about how nasty, cold, and bitter most of the people are in South Florida. That's right. I'd rather have cold, nasty weather than cold, nasty people. And, of course, you are absolutely correct, sir. You always say the only people still living here are people who can't afford to leave. Again, correct, in spite of that last chronic emailer. Uh, what's his name? Yellow Belly a Turd. I moved here 10 years ago from Northern California, and if I had your cash, I certainly would be gone. Neil, there's no doubt you're getting older, and it's quite possible senility could be setting in. If you did move, at least you could be uh, you could party hard at the hard rock and the tracks. What's your real take on the subject? That's my real take. I'm not going anywhere. Sam says, P.S., I got a good feeling about the Pats tomorrow night. The Jets actually have a very good attacking defense, and I think Matt Castle will really struggle. He's got a bad feeling about the Pats. I wish you all lots of luck. Well, you know what? My life will go on, win or lose. I'm not one of those people that gets psychotic about ball games. I wasn't happy that they blew the Super Bowl to the horseball giants last year, but nevertheless, they had the game won, and the defense uh, took off the last uh, minute and a half of that game, you know? Am I right, Fatso? Mm-hmm. The defense took a uh, siesta the last part of that game. Yep. Eli manning my ass. I know the Giants are pretty good. Don't ask me why. They bother me. And you know why they bother me? Because they're a New York team. I agree. Oh, the phone's ringing up. And you know what it is? It's that package. I'll be uh -oh. back. I was ready this time. No, he's just answering the phone, right? He's not going to go get that package. I hope. Although, hearing me say that, he might just get that idea. What? Huh? Nothing. What do you say? Something bad about me again? Never. That's right behind you. But you know what? I haven't mailed that envelope. That's fine. <laughs> I mailed it. No, just afraid that you were actually going to go get that package instead of just answering the phone. No, I'm not going to go get the package because <laughs> I already told you I'm playing oldies today. I'll, right I'll on. save the new stuff for tomorrow. Good. Oh, boy, I'm getting too old to be running in the other room. Uncle Neil says, Scott, one of the choices in the poll is wiping yourself clean after a deuce. If deuce, is deuce a typo or just... No, no. I'm just a dumb schmidt, don't know what a deuce means. Oh, my God. Well, Scott, I'm sorry. Don't listen to the show. <laughs> he doesn't know what a deuce means. Go look it up in the Urban Dictionary. Yeah, go look up Schmidt in the dictionary. 97 votes on the second poll. What do you have on the first one? A thousand and one? A thousand and some? He is so slow. Oh, my God. Fat people are slow. I think one leads to the other, doesn't it? What do you mean by that? Well, if you moved fast, you wouldn't be fast. Now he's down 282. Come on, fat. So what do we have on the other one? Are you not going to look? Yeah. yeah. I'll find it right one, here. 1,001. 1,001. I'm way ahead of you. And 102. I don't need... God. Huh? And 102. So that means we got 1103. Yep. 1103. It's only 1136. Lots of numbers for that guy. You're just doing numbers, Neil. You're mailing it in. That's right. I'm mailing it in. I'm mailing it in, getting paid a lot of money to mail it in. Believe you me, this week put a big, fat check in the bank. Big and fat, like uh, Tubby there. Not that big or that fat. Liz is back again. She says, Ed can kiss my cute butt. <laughs> I'm sorry I was late, but I happen to have a life. Unlike dorks like Ed. Oh, yeah, Ed is a dork, Liz, by the way. He's just chronic. Until I put the kibosh on him in the beginning when we started doing the emails. He was on it. This is Ed from Fort Lauderdale, I'm sure. Over and over and over again. 
I've got a job and hobbies and parties and a husband and many other busy things to do, says uh, Liz. As a matter of fact, I've got to get on the road in a few minutes, which always makes me think of one of my favorite bits, Little Brown Coop. If you can play it for me, I'd smile all the way my next fabulous thing to do. Little Brown Coop? It's old. I think it qualifies for the format Oh, today. yeah, Little Brown Coop. It's my Little Brown Coop. I haven't played that in a uh, right. Coop stage. It's my Little Brown Coop. I'm so proud what I got. I'm so proud what I got. So don't put me down. I must tell you of my car. That's metallic brown. It has a hole in the trunk and a dent in the door. And you can see the road through the hole in the floor. It's my little brown coop. I'm so proud what I got. I'm so proud what I got. It's an 82 Corolla with one headlight. So when it gets dark, I get to use my fright. When something breaks down, no, it's not hard to fix. to bits by a finely honed meat cleaver. This is your brain in a blender. And this is your brain being stirred into a big pot of chili. Mmm. Brains. Real food for real people. Some stations give you cash. Some stations give you cars. But this station is going to give you more. Because this station is going to give you... A total human experience. That's right. We're going to change your sex. Change. Change your, your sex. sex. See how the other half live. And love. Discover just why you were so lousy in bed. Guys, learn what it's like to ask for directions. Girls, see what it's like to be a jerk. Just keep listening. And when you hear this sound, give us a call and we'll change your sex. Change, change your, your sex. sex. Winners of the sex change receive an all-expense-paid trip to Sweden where highly skilled surgeons will rip out the genitals, stuff them in a plastic bag, and shove in some new ones. Winners may keep their old genitals as a free gift. Employees of this station are not eligible to have their genitals ripped out free of charge, but must do so at their own expense. You know you want to. So change your set. Keep listening to win. 16 till noon at 560 WQM. A happy Wednesday for you. It's Woodbine Wednesday. Oh, hallelujah. I'm going to be lucky today or not. Did I mention on the air that I was losing my ass yesterday and I made a nice comeback and got my money back? And broke I don't even? think you mentioned it on the air. Well, I did. Losing my ass, my big fat. Oh, speaking of wow. ass. It's a new weight loss system. Stuart Knobslobber says, this is for, uh, <laughs> question for Fat Chris. Well, I'll tell you one thing. The emails are sure make you popular, Fatso. Oh, well, gee, thank you. God. Oh, wait till you hear the new one from uh, the fake Damon Amendolara, D.A. Oh, boy. But this is from Stuart Knobslobber. Hi, Neil. I'm going to Ramrod's again with Darone this evening. And wanted to know if Fatso was interested in joining us. 
Tell him to wear that firefighter outfit and the red gimp ball. See you, Chris. I'm going to pulverize you tonight like Joe Bell never could. Signed, Stuart Knobslobber. Meanwhile, Andres in Port St. Lucie. Remember he uh, told us the other day he was going to Port St. Lucie? He was uh, for his job or something? Today he says, I'm dying over here. Port St. Lucie sucks. I'm dying over here. You know, run retard in Port St. Lucie. I don't even remember what his name was. Do you? Greg from Greg, Port St. Lucie. Yeah, Greg. He did leave us with one good thing, though, and hopefully uh, when I say li left us, I hope I really mean that. John Shula, I f***ed oh. Yeah, that was, it. that was his contribution to the show over all those years. And, of course, Andy from Hollywood. The two of them were joined at the uh, ass. Remember Andy from Hollywood? Yep. Long gone. Okay, the fake Damon says this was funny at first, but it really needs to stop now. I was finishing my shift last evening, and I went to the control room to pick up a few things before leaving. The door to the control room was closed. I heard some loud squealing coming from the room. I had heard this noise before. I cracked open the door, was disgusted at what I saw. There was Jolly Joe Bell, bent over the desk with his pants around his ankles. He had a small pillow in his mouth and seemed to be moaning into the pillow. There was Fat Chris with a cowboy hat on, pumping away like a madman, sweating like a hog in heat. What color was that? It was at this point that Fat Chris looked up to the sky, started squealing and slapping Joe's fat ass. This grotesque display went on for about 15 minutes. At this point, Joe's ass was as red as a tomato from Chris's, um, something. It's chopped off. Joe seemed like he was excited for Chris to finish. Fat Chris then stopped squealing, asked Joe if he was... Ready. Joe spit out the pillow and said, oh, God, yes, give it to me. Then Chris pulled out and, oh, I can't read that. When they were finished, it says, Joe's face looked like a sweaty glazed donut. Please fire that fat slob ASAP makes me sick, signed Damon. I guess you pissed off Damon Amendolara, D.A. What did you do? Chris. Probably spurned him. Oh, I thought you were talking to the fat Chris, not me. Or the fake Chris or whatever it is. The fat, the fat Chris? Yeah, the fake one. I'm beginning to think that um, some of these stories are true. Not at all. I noticed Joe Bell didn't deny any of that. He was just uh, upset. He said he never gave out my email address. My my email address. Hello, Neil. My name is William Chance. I would like to place ads with you in your newspaper. Uh, do you get those, too? I get a whole bunch of mm -hmm. those. I want to place an ad for four weeks, and uh, get, let's get the ad running. I can email you my credit card details. Oh, good. Let's get those and also those uh, security codes on those, too. <laughs> yeah, everybody send me your credit card numbers and be sure and include the security code, too. 128 votes on the poll. Shaving my puss, 46. That's the number one. Shaving. And, of course, if God uh, would have done it right, people wouldn't have had to shave. We wouldn't have grown hair on our face. I mean, the hair on your armpits is there for a reason, right? I'm not really sure why. Tent. What? Same reason it's on the other areas, all thick. To hold scent. The sweat. To hold scent. It's to a hold scent. It's for mating. It's a holdover. The hair on your our... armpits is for mating. I'll pass on that. Well, nevertheless. Ooh. And the hair on your scrot is for mating purposes. Correct. And hair on your ass is for mating purposes. That's what Fat Chris told me. He said, you've never seen a hairier ass in your life than Fat Ass Jolly Joe. That's what Chris told me before the show uh, really? last week. Yeah, Isn't that what you said? No. Come on. 
Don't be like Flea now. Don't be like George and say one thing off the air and then pretend you didn't say it on air. What now? You heard me, and I didn't send that check yet. I will write at 2 o'clock, though. Here's Thanks. one that says, how about a pull-on? What kind of dog do you think the Obama should get? Oh, yeah, paper or plastic? My choices would be a Doberman, Pitbull, Chihuahua, and any others you guys can think of, just a thought. Uh, Pitbull or Chihuahua. Wow, this must be a real dog lover. Neil, never leave us and F everyone who says you're old. 65 is the new 55. And the bastard who says you're senile. He really loves your show, listens every day like me. The difference is we love your show. You have the ability to improvise and consistently make us laugh every day. You're gifted. Oh, yeah, I got the gift, all right. I got the gift. I got the curse of Jolly Joe Bell. That's what I got. The curse of Joyce. It's like somebody nailed a dead chicken to my door. There are no items in this view. Oh, come on. You guys are really falling off today. Come in here this morning at 8.20, and there's like 20, maybe 25 different emails on there, and not one of them was like anything. It was, it was all that spam crap. I am in Mozambique, and I just uh, found $38 million under a rock, and I'd like to have you invest it. And, uh, give me your uh, credit card details and your bank account number, and I'll help you out. And, and you're telling me that there are people who fall for that crap? Every there must be, or day. they wouldn't keep right. Huh? Every day. Really? It's like the law of averages, you know, of like one-tenth of one percent of the people that they like send out. You know. Yeah. They throw enough crap up in the air, and some of it will maybe come down and hit the ground. It's like Joe Bell. You put enough crap on here, maybe somebody will listen to it. It hasn't worked so far, though. But he keeps just throwing more and more crap out there. We've got so many people. In the, in the years we've been on this radio station, we've had so many people who have no business being on the air. People who are not broadcasters. How's Jimmy Syphilis doing? That's going to be our next poll, by the way. Kenneth Masmacho, Miss Mark Foley, Olympist Charlie Crist, or Jimmy Syphilis? Kenneth Masmacho. How's uh, Jimmy doing? Who are you asking? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was just a rhetorical question. Out loud. Out loud, that's all. I'm just thinking out loud. I mean, I mean, and you kept chastising me for talking about footy all the time, and look what it did for him. I know. You acted like I was promoting him. I promoted him right off the air. Nice going, Footy. Yeah. There's a method to my madness. Oh, God. When you tell everybody it's the worst show in history, and I'm hearing that Jimmy Syphilis is even worse than Footsie. Oh, brother. At least Footsie was a broadcaster of sorts, you know. He was in Y100 for 100 years. That's why they called it Y100. But Jimmy Syphilis, he's just another silly-ass ex-jock. Jimmy. You fairy. How's that wine business coming, Jimmy? It went belly up just like Jimmy. Ron says, so if we bail out the automakers, don't confuse this with bridge loans. Do we know that they'll be able to survive and go forward, or will they be needing more money soon, like maybe six months? I don't know. And whatever they need, we'll give it to them. Billions and billions and billions. And I say let them go bust, and all those people are going to lose their job. Too bad. Too bad. Let them move to Mexico and pick lettuce. And let the people who really want to work hard come in from Mexico. That's what I say. I'm all for the Mexicans. One thing I know about the Mexicans, they sure know how to spend money. Not their own, necessarily. Somebody else's. Oh. They know how to do it. And here I thought it was safe marrying an Irish. What, what does that mean? Uh, well, they know how to spend money, too. I thought the Irish were thrifty. Though those are the Scottish. Oh, the Scottish are thrifty, and the Dutch are just plain damn cheap, like the frogs, like the French Canadians. Do we know what the result of them going bankrupt and then restructuring without the unreasonable 
um, something salaries, other obstacles would be, and how long it would take. To me, it looks as though they wouldn't survive, and currently, as currently configured, no matter how much money we give them, and giving money to the reconfigured company would be the best long-term investment for the country, says Ron. Did you hear the current money givers won't tell us what type of collateral they got for their loans? These are some bastards running our country. I sure hope Obama will at least be honest and open. I want to know what they're doing with our money. I'm also finished talking about Palin or how to fix the Republicans or what school the kids will the kids go to or what type of dog they'll get or what does that Hillary think and so on. Yeah, what type of dog will get? Like the previous email, Ron must be psychic. Yeah, let's do a poll on what type of dog the Obamas should get. I, I got the answer, whatever kind they want. I'd love to see a min pin in the White House. Wouldn't that be cute? Sure. Hey, tiny. Dropping tiny turds all over the White House. They could call it the Brown House. One thing about little dogs, man, they are sneaky. Like little kids. Sneaky. Like little people, like midgets. I bet you jockeys are sneaky, too. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Jockeys are like munchkins. They all, talk, they all talk like they got a mouthful of helium. Well, Mr. Wright, I think it was a good ride. And I think, bah, 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 and if we had an opening on the rail, I could have bust through there. Bah, bah, bah. Yeah. Oh, here's one from Chronic. Chronic Ed. Oh, this is Ed in Homestead. Says, I'd love to kiss Liz's ass. When is she available? <laughs> oh, Ed, you're such a panic. That's it. Neil at neilrogers.com. Get those emails coming, man. Load them up. We got two hours to go here on a Wednesday, and it's just shocking the, the lethargic crowd we got out there today. Well, I say crowd. I'm exaggerating. The lethargic group. How many people do you think we really have listening right now? About 30, man. And then I'm hearing more about that signal. Joe, by the way, in his lunch hour is going to go out and pee on the tower today, Jolly Joe Bell. And Chris says he wants to help him out. He said he wants to be standing right there like, like two gigantic fountains from Rome. Oh, boy. on the tower side by each. Boy, that talk about a flood, huh? Can you envision that? I'd rather not. Holding hands. No. Like football players in a huddle, you know? No. Now, at what level do they do that? College? Uh, not, certainly not pros. Pros don't hold hands in the huddle, do they? No. I don't think so. I never really watched all that much. I know that when Brady, before got injured, they, when he was the pivot man there for the Patriots, they were all up real tight and close. In fact, I noticed uh, that game that Brady Quinn started for the Browns last week. Same thing. The huddle got really tight. Unlike Brady, the huddle got really tight. What do you think about Brady? Gay. Or not gay. That's a good poll for somebody. If Jimmy Syphilis could take that poll tomorrow. Gay or not gay. Or we could, which one of these jocks do you think really is uh, definitely gay? Mike Piazza? Brady Quinn? Any other uh, contenders? Not, you're not Cam Neely? Me, Cam Neely? Or maybe Jimmy Syphilis? <laughs> The biggest names, the best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The Sports League. The biggest names, the best talent. You're listening to Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Miami, Fort Lauderdale. Well, uh, it beat a 12 to 1 hour on WQAM. Well, I never thought I'd find the kind of ride that I'd be tooling around in today. Right. Now it's a classic set of wheels fixed up the way a brother would like it. Now with the clean and shiny and the trim is gold and it dies under my seat, I got a can of liquid cherry, yo. Oh, baby. 
Coconut, banana, cherry, cherry, and me, baby blue. Stop, baby. Shiny little velvet tails, smelly machine. Took the suspension out, so I bounced down the road in a big daddy super highway. Now if the horses stop, no big deal. Someday I'll get around to fixing the brakes. A 1979 Mambo Catalina. She's so looking fine now. It's my baby Cadillac. Star baby. Coconut, Granada, Cherry, Cherry, and me, baby. Star baby. Shiny little, velvet little, smelly machine. Yo. Got my windows down on a hot summer day, cause the AC don't work no way. The sweaty crash with our seat starts to smell and gets the tussie working overtime. Now on my back seat you'll find a shiny ground that smell like lilacs. My carpet shiny too, cause I'll be washing it with armor Wheels going over steep bumps ain't too smooth. Ah, baby. Brush my law interior, be fancy to me, baby. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay. Hey, as far as professional athletes that are a little light in their loafers, I know it's not a big sport, but uh, Roger Federer. Uh, he said uh, in the magazine a couple months ago, they were asking uh, tennis players what, do they listen, what music they listen to mm-hmm. when they get ready for a match. You know, most of them were saying uh, Led Zeppelin, Metallica, and Federer said uh, Madonna. You fairy. Wow. I know. And uh, That cinches it for me. I know. And also, he's with that heifer, too. All the fine pieces he can have, and he's still with that big heifer, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> Gee. <laughs> yeah, whatever that meant. Well, hey, take another call. Oh, wait. There aren't any. <laughs> no. Well, I didn't give any numbers out. I didn't say anything about taking calls. These people need a little uh, heads up, you know? They need to get their head up. And most of them do have their head up, their ass. Down 248 on the down, not good. Oh, here's one. Oh, Dr. Uh, Adam is still listening. Even though I broke down and got sinus, I'm still an avid fan for 20-plus years. I'm 41. Oh, I got serious. I thought it said I got sinus. Anyway, putting a shout-out to let you know someone living but barely breathing is listening. I'm a psychologist who had a patient once whom I considered quite intelligent. She went online into an IQ site called Tickle, which was also a romance-matching site. Well, my 54-year-old little cutie patient fell for this 25-year-old Schwarzer from Nigeria, and before she knew what was uh, what hit her, she was cashing checks uh, into her account for him that she was able to print off her own printer. Oh, my God. And then he writes, uh, this isn't the real doctor, no. This is, a, this is some... Dr. No. No, it says bigoted. Oh. It sounds like something Johnny Dark would write. Last time I wrote was eight years ago. I see. I thought this was the other Dr. Al. No, this is Dr. Adam. 
when I felt compelled to tell you I met that emotional retard, Todd Dreckham, my old drug dealer south. Oh, that's good. A big, fat, wet kiss, Dr. Adam. Up yours. Get lost, you idiot, you loser. The Dow's down 244, by the way. Oh, the fake Greg Budel says, also, there may be interest in you doing noon to 1 p.m. on Sirius Left 146. Alice Bennett and his live studio audience do 9 to noon, and your buddy Lynn Samuels does 1 to 3. What is your interest? None. None. My interest is just the same as their interest. None. 154 votes on the poll, and the Dow down 249.86 at 84.45.30. <laughs> and the Nasdaq's down 42.55. That's for the numbers guy. That guy just... Amuses the crap out of me. All we hear on your show is numbers, numbers. You're mailing it in, Rogers. You're mailing it. I got a couple of stamps on the envelope for George. Two o'clock, it goes right in the box on the corner. What's today? Wednesday. You'll have it beginning of the week. Thank you. I'm helping George through some tough times because I'm a good guy. Thank in you. In spite of a lot of you people's assumptions. They think they know us because we're on the radio. Right. They don't know squat. They think they know because somebody's on TV whether they're a good person, bad person, evil, you know. They know nothing. You know nothing. WQAM, hello. Oh, yeah. Oh. Wasn't that refreshing? Uh -huh. WQAM, hello. Yeah. You were, you were the first one to predict that Obama would be... Uh, yeah, now, now he won, yeah. And? Yeah, and uh, when uh, everyone else uh, thought it was impossible. Swillery, yeah, they thought swillery. Yeah, you know, eight years ago, if he had been elected, mm -hmm. uh, we wouldn't have had 9-11. Well, he we wasn't running have... eight years ago. Eight years ago, if they wouldn't have fixed the election, Gore would have won and we wouldn't have had 9-11. Well, the, yeah, yeah, but I, I wasn't crazy about Gore. But we wouldn't have been $11 trillion in debt. Right. And we okay, well, guess what? The election's over. Obama won. See what I mean about these people? Oh, yeah. Want to keep hawking the same? It's over. We won. The coast is clear. 368 electoral votes. It's over. A landslide. It's over. And if chickens peed, we'd have a flood, too, okay? If this and if that, you know. God, if I had any sense, I never would have stuck around here when Jolly Joe Bell came through that door. We'd all run out, screaming and carrying on. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay. I want to say, when I went into that voting booth, I uh, changed and I voted for Obama. Mm -hmm. I really think it's the right thing to do. And I was I was hard on his wife. I was the guy. Well, you know who something? Said that he won, and the election's over. He was hard on his wife. He wishes. WQAM, hello. No change. Was that Don? Yeah, well, that was Don. Was that Don on the phone? <laughs> So we found out that Stan Major is still alive and still uh, sitting on my two grand from uh -huh. a hundred years ago. Still sitting on that nest egg. Well, maybe, maybe he it'll... invested it wisely and, yeah. it, has, and it has grown. I sure doubt it. That trip to Disney World immediately following that desperate loan, it, you know. And by the way, if I found out that you go to Disney World with a family this uh, next weekend, I'm going to be distraught. Will you? Oh, are you kidding me? Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Well, when somebody comes to you acting desperate to borrow money... I'm not talking about anybody here. Right. I'm just talking about Stan again and mm -hmm. his wife, his ex-wife. That would be like bailing out these corporations and then they're going on these, uh, you know, spa junkets. and. Uh, that, that's right, like AIG. Mm-hmm. WQAM, hello. Hi, Tom. I voted for John. QAM, hello. 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 Yeah. 
Hey, great show, man. Listen, I got a friggin' ticket on the turnpike. I yeah. need your uh, Robert Maltash's number. Yeah, 1-800-741-TEAM. 1-800-741-TEAM. Right, ticket defense team. Thank you, sir. You're the okay. best. And slow down. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. She's laughing. Slow down. 140 is too much. Slow down to 125 is good. Boy, I'd, I'd like to test out my vet. Okay, test it as a, as what? The fastest I ever drove any one of my vets, like on the sawgrass late at night. I'm trying to think. Yeah. Way over 100, I know that. Good. And I'm still alive. How about that? WQAM, hello. QAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How's it going, boss? Okay. Hey, how, uh, it looks like the market's pretty happy with this new Marxist. Retire! Marxist. This is another one of the code words we got now. These are right. all the uh, the words. Marxist, socialist, communist, ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Uh, Drop dead, sir, okay? I hope you're real happy with your loss in the election, with the landslide where you were repudiated by the overwhelming majority. Even the knucklehead said, oh, my God, enough of this crap. Even the dumbest of the dumb. But not you, sir. You're in a separate category. You're below the dumbest of the dumb. Mr. Rogers, my name is Tony Perkins. But not uh, not the actor, Tony Perkins. He's still dead. I'm the former assistant at, uh, coach at so-and-so high school. I'm contacting you to inform you and the South Florida community of a basketball leukemia awareness event that we're hosting in honor of Cesar Odio, the men's basketball coach at Berry University, who was diagnosed with the leukemia in the spring of 2008. Change the game, South Florida. Tip off our leukemia classic. What are we going to do about that? You want to you want to uh, promote it? Okay. Well, you do it when you're on. Okay. Justin says, not that you care, but just in case you were wondering what the people bitching about the archive were talking about, when you download the show, it's all static. No show, just static for three hours yesterday. Well, how do you like that? Hmm. Nice going there, Eric. Let's blame it on Eric. Let's blame it on Jolly sure. Joe Bell. Fake Greg Budell wants to stay in better touch using some of Google's coolest new products, it says. If you already have Gmail or Google Talk, visit yada yada. I don't. No interest. How do you like that? I don't. I don't either. Go away, fake Greg Budell. Go elope with Dave Hagen. And by the way, he hates you like boy. He never heard of you. Never heard of you, Greg Budell. I wonder if Don Agony is still in this thing. In what thing? In the DCS. Oh, the noodles thing? Oh, it's under noodles. Boy, leave it to George, man, to come through. Some good time, time oh. for the great taste. Neil, this is noodles, reminding you that it's always a good time for the great taste. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. It's looking like a top-down weekend. Or maybe it's a road trip weekend with some friends. Maybe you just need replacement wheels while your car is in the shop. Got a reason? Avis has the right set of wheels for you. Convertibles, minivans, or slip behind the wheel of a hot new Cadillac and head for the keys. Avis offers unlimited mileage, personal vehicle replacement rates, plus free local pickup. There's an Avis location near where you work, play, or live. And they're open seven days a week. Great cars, great service right in your neighborhood. At Avis, we try harder. Log on to WQAM.com and check out the brand new fan show. 
your Chad Pennington, Ronnie Brown, and Channing Crowder jerseys. Buy Miami Hurricanes hats, shirts, and collectibles. You can also shop for Florida Marlins, Miami Heat, and Florida Panthers products. Hanley Ramirez jerseys, authentic Dwayne Wade jerseys, and more. Plus, all the NFL, NBA, NHL, MLB, and NCAA teams are available. Shop online. The Fan Shop on WQAM.com. A service of Sports Radio 560 QAM. Warren Sapp. Warren Sapp brings it every Friday from 5 to 5.30 with the Mad Dog Jim Mandich, a part of Football Friday. All right. Here on Sports Radio 560. QAM. QAM. Where football always matters. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Dan Marino. Join me every Monday morning from 8 to 9 with the Big Dog. The Saxon Business System's Dan Marino Show. Monday mornings, 8 to 9. Sports Radio 560 QAM, where football always matters. Log on to WQAM.com for your chance to win $1,000. It's Air Around the Clock. Beat the broadcasters featuring Joe Rose. Make your picks weekly throughout the season for your chance at the $1,000 grand prize. From Air Around the Clock, play fantasy football online at WQAM.com for your chance to win $500. Big O is hosting QAM's fantasy football game delivered by Papa Jones. Set your roster weekly. The highest one-week score over the course of the season wins the $500 grand prize. From Papa Jones and Sports Radio 560. Q. I know, being a college freshman is supposed to be tough, but let me tell you about my schedule this semester. All 18 credits. Every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I have American Lit at 8.05 a.m., and then I only have 15 minutes to get to my 9.15 Ethics and Value Theory class all the way across campus. Then in the afternoon, Calculus 1. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, I have two lectures that go through lunch, Sociology of Families, then Intro to Microbiology pre-med and finally i have a double lab that ends around 9 p.m anyway i just wanted to say thank you if a kid will do whatever it takes to get through college what will you do to send her there please support the united negro college fund and call 1-800-332-uncf because a mind is a terrible thing to waste a public service brought to you by uncf and the Ad Council. We've been in business 10 years and have really built something. And we want to keep it. Tornado, cyber attack, anything can happen. So we went to ready.gov and found free templates and checklists to help put an emergency preparedness plan together. So now we worry less about the unforeseen. <laughs> worry about the foreseen. Payroll, our customers. Remember when your hair wasn't gray? Remember when you had hair? Hey. Go to ready.gov for details on creating an emergency preparedness plan. Becoming a success is hard work. Protecting it isn't. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Homeland Security, the Ad Council, and this station. The biggest names. The best talent. It's the Mad Dog. Jim Mandich. Afternoons, 4 to 7. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Jim Mandich. I f***ed him. Oh! Before you go, could you do one short thing for me? Uh, What's that, Dan? Just say... Freeze, Major Miami Vice, you're under arrest. Absolutely, I'm not going to do that. How are you? I'm fine. Please? I vote yes. You vote yes. Yes. Don Johnson should get a haircut. Thank yes, you. Sir. Thank you. Hello. Yeah, Hello. Only if. Hello. Okay. Pardon me? I think that was Don. Do you notice that? Did you notice that? Yeah. That sounded like Johnson, didn't it? Sure did. Isn't Turn that in. incredible? Absolutely. 
He said, no change. It sounds just like Don Johnson. What do you think, sir? I think I decided. Okay, yeah. thank you. Wow. That, hey, that sounded like Johnson, didn't it? Or that was Don. Was... was that Don? So the fake Greg Budell says, subject Sirius XM. Neil, I have a meeting with programming today. Do you want me to bring your name up? They're looking to add talent to Sirius XM stars, their new flagship talk station. If you would get away from Joe Bell, it says, uh, oh, I see. I would get away from Joe Bell if I were you, says Greg. Even the fake Greg Budell hates Joe Bell like poison. Yeah, let us, let us know. Send me an offer, okay, fake Greg? Make me an offer I can refuse. Maybe Greg will tell the story again about how he took X-Lax before the Dolly Parton concert he was supposed to introduce. Gee. Yeah. Speaking of fake, everything is fake now. Mm -hmm. Most of our emails are from fake people. Fake New York Times proclaims end of wars. The Iraq and Afghanistan wars are over, if you can believe a fake copy of the New York Times circulating around Manhattan today. The paper was allegedly printed by the parodists, the Yes Men who are responsible for myriad of politically oriented pranks that were the subject of a major film. Early this morning, commuters nationwide were delighted to find out that while they were sleeping, the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan had come to an end. If, that is, they happen to read a special edition of today's New York Times. In an elaborate operation six months into planning, 1.2 million papers were printed at six different presses and driven to prearranged pickup locations where thousands of volunteers stood ready to pass them out on the street. Articles in the paper denounced dozens of new initiatives, including the establishment of national health care, the abolition of corporate lobbying, a maximum wage for CEOs, and, of course, the end of war. The paper, an exact replica of the New York Times, includes international, national, New York, and business sections, as well as editorials, corrections, and a number of ads, including a recall notice for all cars that run on gas. There's also a timeline describing the gains brought about by eight months of progressive support and pressure, culminating in President Obama's Yes, We Really Can speech. The paper is post-dated July 4th, 2009. It's all about how at this point we need to push harder than ever, said Bertha Sutner, one of the newspaper's writers. We've got to make sure Obama and all the other Democrats do what we elected them to do. After eight or maybe 28 years of hell, we need to start imagining heaven. Not all readers reacted favorably. The thing I disagree with is how they did it, said Stuart Carlyle, who received a paper in Grand Central Station. I'm all for freedom of speech, but they should have started their own paper. Yeah, let's start making things up. Look how well I worked for Iran and Ron. Mm hmm. Remember, they made up things about how important celebrities had died, like victim owner, whoever right. the hell it was? Right. I heard that uh, you died in a car wreck just yesterday. I did. On the way back from Woodbine, I was carrying a heavy load. No okay. items in this view. No items in this view. Neil at NeilRogers.com. That's our email address. Boy, I'll tell you, it's pretty weak today. Weak, weak is an understatement. And these people, you'll notice, they still, uh, they still want to huck a chanic about the election. The election was a week ago yesterday. And we went on through the primaries for months and months and months and months, and then through the actual election itself forever and ever, and then it's over. And Obama won on a landslide. And the Nazis are out. And that one guy, oh, socialist, uh, well, Marxist, that was it, Marxist. Yeah. Mark this. Yeah. See, the Republicans are socialists for the rich. They steal from the poor right. and give to the rich. Right. I like this whole bailout thing. Right. Let's that. bail out all the rich companies, all the rich folks, mm -hmm. all the big CEOs, and all you poor little people that got screwed. Screw you. That email you got from that lady hit it right on. Privatize the profits and socialize the losses. Your mama. 
That's what the uh, Nazis say to the little people. Your mama rhymes with Obama. And all these other geezers that want to keep hawking about, well, I did the right thing. Okay, great. It's over. It's over. There's nothing to talk about. It's over. Let's wait till January the 21st and, and see how things go if we're still all alive by then. And as far as the markets are concerned, here comes the bunny and there goes your money for that guy about, oh, the markets aren't responding well. Well, guess what? The markets aren't responding well because GM's on the verge of going bust because we have a 6.5% unemployment rate. Minor things like that, just little things, you know. Little things mean a lot. That's what I always say. How's the Dow doing? Even gold is down to 718. My God. Dow is down 282 points and NASDAQ down 53. And the S&P is down 31 and a half points. I wonder where that guy disappeared to. Remember the S&P is up guy? Maybe mm -hmm. he eloped with a quarter schlock guy, although we heard from him yesterday. Just the sound of his voice. Even, even worse than, I'm your friend, or any of those others. The sound of his voice, the quarter schlock guy. Just, just, Rubs me the wrong way. Like Joe said about Fat Chris, it rubs me the wrong way. Well, no, that's not what I heard. No. No, that, the DA said he rubbed him the right way. A lot. WQAM, hello. Not there. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the Verizon AT&T wireless lines. We're back to a lot of calls today because the emails, <laughs> dreck. Very, very weak. WQAM, hello. Hola. You hear somebody on there about a million miles away? Mm-hmm. Sounds like somebody's on Pluto. Hi, what's happening with 1194? Oh, God. This guy that sent the email about the people with the money come to South Florida, mm -hmm. that must be because they didn't get the memo. The memo that says three words. Don't do it. Those three words. Yeah. Don't do it. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, look, I'm a young man, 18 to 25. Uh, I recently got a ticket driving on 441, and uh, mm -hmm. I was just wondering if you can help me out. Maybe you can uh, put a little check in the mail for your buddy down here. No. If that works for you. No. Take, take me off air. I'll give you my address. No. That doesn't work? No. Come on, Neil. I'm, doesn't I'm work for me. down here. Doesn't work for me. Hurting down here, Neil. Maybe George will send you some money. If he can, that'd be great. How about Fat Chris? He'll send you something. Uh, no, I don't want any Chris's money. It's all danky, nasty money. Okay. Maybe. You don't want your money, Chris. How do you like that? It's okay, because I don't have anything. Chris was just about to take your name and address off the air and send you a big, fat one. George will send you a big, fat one. Sure. Partially smoked already, but nevertheless. For a fee. 188 votes on the poll. Yeah, let's, uh, like, Ben Stein's money, you know, win Ben Stein's money. Now, there's one of the real a-holes of all time, another self-hating Jew. That David Frum, did you see what David Frum said the other day? No. God almighty. They, they ought to finish the circumcision on David Frum. WQAM, hello. Hey, now. Yeah. Um, about them dolphins, man, no talk about that? No, not on this show. Ah. Uh. You got 20 hours of that crap the rest of the day. Yeah, but hey, you know. Let me say it again. Let me say it again. You got 20 hours to talk about that crap the rest of the day, okay? Call up somebody who cares, because I don't. Miami Dolphins. There's Tony Cigaretto saying we're smelling Super Bowl. You're smelling all right, Tony. Boy, talk about aging badly, man. He don't look a day over 200. It's when I see people like that. 
that I feel so much better about myself. I don't look a day like over 65, you know? Nope. You were pretty shocked when you saw me at Gulfstream. A little bit. I mean, uh, you sent a picture. I saw a picture first. Didn't you? You thought, boy, he looks lovely. Oh, here's one. It says, ho, 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 me and the Mo Man are thinking about uh, sports, about a sports staging you and him. It's going to be called The Old Man and the Older Man. Ho, 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 see you soon. About a sports. Oh, Jerome says, give some tickets away. No, Jerome, we don't get any tickets on this show. They give all the tickets to the uh, Joe Rose Show. All the live spots go on to Joe Rose Show. All the tickets go on to Joe Rose Show. All the listeners are on the Joe Rose Show. That's because he's talking about the Dolphins. Biggest names. The best talent. And don't forget Joe Church. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. The biggest names. The best talent. It's the DHO. Weeknights from 8 to 11. Oh, my God. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. Sports Queer Radio is what the Q's for in QAM. Trackmarks itch. Shut up and skin that rat. Wait a minute. There is another way. Rataroni. Rataroni? That's right. Rataroni. The Chicago ghetto treat. Kids, rats on. I mean, this rat is good. Yeah, bitch, done real good. Pass the crack pipe. Rataroni, the Chicago ghetto treat. Oh, yeah, bitch, done real good. 1231 at 560 WQAM. Police are responding to Diller High School in Fort Lauderdale after hearing reports of a possible shooting. Details are sketchy, says the Herald, but one student, a female, was found unresponsive. It is unknown if she was shot, said Sergeant Frank Souza, a department spokesman. Herald News Partners, WFOR, CBS4, obtained footage of the girl being wheeled into Broward General Medical shortly before noon. Paramedics and doctors were seen trying to resuscitate the girl who was wearing a purple shirt and khaki shorts. Joe Melita, the school district's chief investigator, confirmed an investigation is underway regarding a possible shooting on campus. Another female student, a 15-year-old armed with a gun, is in police custody. Detained at Captain Crab's Takeaway, a restaurant within walking distance of the school. Dillard High is on lockdown as police investigate. Shortly before noon, parents began arriving at the school after hearing news reports of a possible shooting. They were turned away. Louise Mathis said she was worried about her daughter and niece, both 16. Students at the Magnet School. There's always something going on at this school, she said. How do they get into the school with a gun? 15-year-old girl with a gun. That's America for you, baby. Crazy people with guns, little kids with guns. I don't understand what all these shootings are, except for everybody's got guns. And now that that Marxist got in there, everybody is arming themselves to the teeth. Yeah. Better go get uh, mine. 196 votes on the poll. What's the most tedious personal hygiene routine for you? Well, let's see. So that gives us, what, 1,300 almost, less three? 1,297? Okay. Well, I'm asking Fatso, but he's not yeah. paying any attention. He's eating. Mm-hmm. He's shoveling. He's I'm shoveling all kinds of Keebler uh, cookies down his throat. Say what? You like Keebler cookies? Yeah, sure. Who How doesn't? About the Keebler elves. Yeah. I wonder if he would abandon Jolly Joe for one of the Keebler elves. What's the most tedious personal hygiene routine for you? Shaving my face, 66. Flossing, 24. I don't do that very often. 
and I'm going to go get my teeth cleaned tomorrow. And she's going to bitch me out again. She'll give me, a, she'll give me another little thing of Dentafloss when we're all done, you know. And I'll take it and say, oh, thank you. And I'll put it in the drawer somewhere, and I'll, I won't use it. You floss? No. How about you, Fatso? I'm sure you don't. No, I hate flossing. It's oh, my God, ass. with all that jolly, jolly Joe Bell's uh, pubic hair in there. Oh, can you imagine? Gross. Wiping myself clean after a deuce, 19. Maybe you ought to call that guy that sent the email before and explain it to him. AC Deucey. Shaving or trimming my pubes, 14. Waxing or shaving body hair, 14. Cleaning the smegma for my foreskin, 11. Clipping nails, 11. Brushing my teeth, 9. Tweezing hair, 7. Emptying my colostomy bag, 5. Cleaning the lint for my belly button, 3. Combing or brushing my hair, 2. Blow drying my hair, 2. Changing my tampon, 2. Cleaning out my ears, 2. Bathing or showering, 2. Douching, 2. Gargling, 1. Washing my hair, none. Now, I mean, you know, you're in the shower with your body wash and with your shampoo. You might as well wash your hair while you're in there, you know. It's not that big a deal. And Dow's down 241, by the way. It's making a little bit of a comeback. Not too much. U.S. Representative Mark Foley reveals the demons he faced after being abused in church as a child. You fairy! I'm going to go to my pile because the, the emails are just, they're non-existent. And the calls suck. I, I mean, I know that's unusual. Unless you like the calls, you think the calls have been... No, nothing in the email view, nothing, not a one. Not even the fake Greg Budell. Well, Greg's probably in that important meeting at Sirius getting us hired over there. He says, if I were you, I'd get away from Joe Bell. Get away from Joe Bell, mother effer. That's what they warned us, didn't they? I warned you, I told you. You did. I said, boy, you thought that Greg was a pilot turd. You ain't seen nothing yet. This is going to be a nightmare. He is going to butcher this joint. That's what they ought to do is take out that radio, the word radio from the WQM butcher shop. Maybe we could hire um, the Cleavers to work here. Are they dead? Who? Barbara Billingsley? Yeah, is she dead? I don't think so. Hugh Beaumont? That movie, that movie Airplane was 100 years ago. She was. Oh, great. did you hear the Wally's being shown in the Louvre? He's got art. What, what do you mean, Wally's, Wally's Wally, what? Whoever, uh, Dow, is, uh, what's his name? Tony, Tony Dow, Dow yeah. is an hey, don't artist. don't be messing with Tony Dow, baby. I like him anyway, a lot. Anyway, he's an artiste, and they're showing his work in the Louvre. If you well, can believe like her. movie with Ethan Hawke. What was the name of that movie? Oh, that was uh, Great Expectorations, I think. And Robert De Niro was in there on the, um, and they were chasing him. Remember? Yep. He was his benefactor. He was his secret benefactor, Ethan Hawke, and his brother Chicken. Speaking of that, former U.S. Representative Mark Foley, what a segue, says in an exclusive interview airing on Channel 5 today, he wishes he had confronted those demons of sexual abuse suffered as a child before launching a political career that collapsed amid national scrutiny on his private life. Hey, Mark. You fairy. Now, how come it is that, well, I guess because of that scandal, you know, then all of a sudden they believe what I've been saying about Mark Foley all those years, but most of them don't believe about uh, Limperist Chris. They don't want to believe that. And now that they're even mentioning him as a possible Republican leader for 2012, maybe the wedding will actually go on as planned, huh? Still alive. Who? Uh, Barbara. The governor? No, Barbara. Barbara Billingsley's still alive. Good, I liked her a lot. What about Hugh Beaumont? I'm sure is dead. I'll check. Hugh Beaumont. And uh, Wally Dow is uh, Tony, and uh, Tony Dow is Wally, and uh, what's the crime? Jerry Mathers is the beaver. The beaver. God. Uh-huh. Hey, Beave. Hey, Beave. That was the only thing funny about that show. Was the beaver? The title. Oh. What about Hugh Beaumont, dead or alive? Tony Dow's still around. 
We know that. Okay, and he looks bad too, by the way. Oh my God! You want proof? There's no God. May fourteenth, nineteen eighty-two, died. Tony, uh, Tony Hugh Beaumont. Yep. Ward Cleaver. Now, what did he do for a living? And all, all those sitcoms from the fifties and sixties, nobody ever worked. They went away during the daytime, but we never knew what the hell they did. Right. I mean, at least Archie Bunker. By that point, we knew that he went, you know, and worked in the um, place. In the, in the, the place, the, uh, the the loading docks. Was that where it was? In the docks? Hey, mm-hmm. Doc. For a while, he, uh, then he had a cab. Beaumont was an ordained minister. What? Yep. Oh, my God. He retired from show business in the late 60s, launching a second career as a Christmas tree farmer in Minnesota. <laughs> oh, I went from being a big star on television to a Christmas tree farmer in Minnesota. He began his career in show business wow. by performing in theaters, nightclubs, and on the radio in 1931. Mm-hmm. Attended the University of Chattanooga, but left when his position on the football team was Why changed. Why do we have to hear all of that? When his position was what? Changed. Yeah. Uh, later How about attended Fat Jolly Joe? Does his position ever change? I don't know. I'll ask uh, Lee. Go ahead. Uh, attended USC and graduated with a Master of Theology degree in 1946. He was visiting his son, Hunter, a psychology professor in Munich at the time of his sudden death. What about Tony Dow, though? I sure would like to have diddled him back in those days. Wow. He had, uh, he had those thin plastic belts that were the vogue back in yeah. the late 50s and early 60s. What? He wanted Tony Dow, but I bet you don't want Tony now. No. That's correct. Just like Burt Ward. Ken Osmond, still around? Who's Ken Osmond? Uh, Haskell. Eddie oh, the, Haskell. the neighbor. What was his first name? Edward Eddie Eddie Haskell. Haskell. Eddie, Haskell. Yeah. He was annoying. He was a real nerd and really ugly, too. Almost as ugly as what's-his-name on the Partridge family, Danny Bonadouche. E. I almost said bag. Careful. Yeah, we can't say that. I know it sounds silly to a lot of you folks out there who think that we make this stuff about Joyce and Jolly Joe and Clarence and yada yada. We can't say we can say Ducci bag. We can say Il Duce, like Mussolini, you know, Il Duce. We can say douche, and we can just say plain old paper bag. Or we can just say uh, Joyce is an old bag. But we can't put them together. Do you remember like, Whitey? Yeah. Stanley Fafara died in 2003. And what about Ozzie and Harriet? What was the neighbor's name on there? Oh, look. Ozzie and Harriet. That was another one of those character actors that was on 8 million different shows. Well, mm-hmm. oh, those were the days, man, the simple days. Anyway, it goes on. I'll, I'll get back to the um, Mark Foley stuff. David Nelson? No, David no. Nelson was Ricky Nelson's brother. The neighbor. Uh, let's see, I have a Wally. Ozzie's, Jack. Ozzie's buddy. Who? Wally, Jack, Keep Thorny. Going. Thorny. That was the neighbor who played Don Thorny. DeFore. Don DeFore, there you go. Died in 1993. I'll be damned, man. It's really going around, you know what? Old Don DeFore. Biggest names. The best. Ozzy's still dead. And Harriet. And Rick. Nathan Nelson. They're in a box. The biggest names. The best house. Greg space Already page. Well I'm live. Mornings 5 to 7. Sports Radio 560. QAM. The sports leader. Did he tuck it or did he cock it? Here come the F.A.G.s. 
butt that off my chin. Oh. We'll play with your your back. Remember that, because that's where we're looking for love. It's where your crack's at. The fetish held by me, F-A-G. I got less facial hair than a lezzy. So don't make fun, don't poke your nose at the queer cake boy lifestyle I chose. Stop your gay jokes and start being silent, because you might get a taste of homosexual violence. Cause we don't play. Your butt's my target, like a dog in its territory. <laughs> when you see us with our Ray-Bans on, we're just eyeing the part that we want to get our hands on. We are the F-A-G. We're the FAGs, sister. You And don't you forget it. We are the FAGs. Really all kind of hard to swallow. <laughs> Let me see you just prance with me. Just prance with me. Now slide. Ooh, right there. Let me see you do some waist bend. Oh, perfect. And then your wrist limp. Uh. We are the FAGs. That's it, baby. Just, uh. You went and did. Oh, I gotta wipe this off. The oh, Jesus, it's everywhere. Does anybody have a moist towelette? The you failed. Okay, look, let's cut this crap out. You're no Judy Garland. 1247 at 560 WQM. Happy Wednesday to you. I got an amazing piece of news here from another one of our emailers, okay? There aren't too many today, but boy, the stuff they're sending is astonishing. You ready? Hold on tight. Neil God just recently reported Tony Dow will have one of his abstract sculpture displayed at the Louvre. Yeah. Yeah, which is exactly what you just said. Uh Uh-huh. Which is how we started talking about Tony Dow. Right. And then this inspired this geek to send us... uh, This is what they do all the time. Right. They'll either send us a, a copy of some story that's been on our website for a day or two, or they'll, uh, you know, send us uh, some breathtaking uh, revelation that we just got through saying on the air. Hey, did you hear? Yeah. I heard Tony Dow's going to have his thing yeah. up. Yeah, the lever. It's in the Louvre. At the Louvre. I don't want to see his thing now, I'll tell you that. Here's something else I don't want to see. Maybe that's Greg what's on Greg Dudell, Q96.1, Montgomery, Alabama. Classic rock, comedy, and country, it says. What a combination that is. Classic crock, comedy, and country. And there's Greg Budell looking really nasty. Oh, my God. Talk about aging badly. And now, you know, when you've got a, a radio show and you've got a MySpace page, how many, how many friends do you think Greg's got? I don't know. 96. Hmm. We didn't think he'd have at least a couple hundred. Uh, most radio people do, yeah. Yeah, several hundred Hundreds. usually, you know, if anybody's listening. Maybe nobody's listening, Greg. What? Maybe everybody everybody in Montgomery hates Greg just as much as the people of South Florida did and everywhere he goes. They hate you, Greg, because they know that you're paranoid, uptight, and insecure. Boy, talk about a basket case. But keep sending those fake emails from the fake Greg Budell. Here's one from the Gravity Guy. Do you know who the Gravity Guy is? No. I don't either. He says, some TV dads had jobs. Mr. Brady of the Brady Bunch was an architect. He was also gay. Darren Stevens of Bewitched worked for an advertising company. And wasn't Fred McMurray's character in My Three Stuns also an architect? I don't know. I don't know, but Darren Stevens, uh, yeah, that came up a lot. On well, the yeah, that's because his boss lived next door with a little mustache. What was Larry. Larry Tate. Larry. Very good. Larry Tate. Even though it's the last name, that's right. That's right. And then Gladys, Gladys Kravitz across the street. I love that show. They're dead. What was her They're husband's dead. name? 
da, 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 da. I have no idea. Abner! Who? Abner. Oh, I wouldn't know that. No, she was always screaming it every time she saw some magic going on. Da, 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 da. Pretty sure it was. Elizabeth's my friend. They're dead. The whole dark cast is dead. They're dead. They're dead. They're definitely dead. Liz Montgomery and Agnes Moorhead, Dick York and the other Dick, too. And they straight the call in this taking a turn out to Dick Sargent. They're dead. They're dead. Like doornails, they're all dead. They're dead. All dead. Yes, positively dead. Except for Adam and Tabitha. But we're working on that, too. So stay tuned and they will be dead soon. Oh, yeah. It says, but these examples are from TV shows of the 60s and 70s. The 50s were probably less clear in regard to occupations. It says Grav. Maybe it's Davy Gravy line. Here's one from Sam. It says, while showing my mother how to work her new high-definition TV, we came across the view. What I saw had no eyebrows, hair looking like the Predator, bizarre-looking face with slits as eyes, and a low-cut top showing off a giant, disgusting tattoo on her chest. That person is Whoopi Goldberg. Fah! I can't even look at her. Scary how a Star Wars movie with strange creatures hanging with humans is starting to look true, says Sam. Whoopi Goldberg. Can you stand looking at her? I I have no problem avoiding looking at her, so I don't know. Oh, I do. That was down 241, by the way. It's making a little bit of a comeback. Not much. I'll go to Woodbine and win all your money back. It's Woodbine Wednesday, by the way. Oh, here's one from the pusillanimous pussyfooter. It's about time we started hearing from some of our people. Jesus Christ. He says, like you, I had a thing for Tony Dow when the show was first broadcast. I bet you did. What self-respecting fag didn't? But as for the 2008 version, well, thanks, but no thanks. It's got a photo attached. Do I want to see it? Mm. L.A. Times blogs, photos. I'll click on it. Oh! Oh, no! Oh, how sad. There is no God. There is no God. Oh, do you want me to email this to you? What now? Do you want me to forward this? Uh, I'll, I'll forward A you picture of whom? Whoopi Goldberg? Dow now. No? Why not? I'd rather see Whoopi Goldberg. No, no. You'd, you'd uh, get a charge out of this. I ain't. Lay it Why on not? me. Lay it on me, pops. Let's see. Sock it forward. to me. Forward. Here you go. No, this is reply. I don't want reply. Where's forward? Reply to all. Forward. There it is. I don't like these icons at the top of the Outlook Express. They suck. They blow. George Rodriguez. There we go. And it's on the way. Through the miracle of modern technology, it'll be there momentarily. I mean, you wouldn't care because, you, you know, you're like one of those straight holes. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. Current photo of... Yeah, well, you ought to be. I think a lot of you straight people ought to start apologizing to us fags. That's you okay. straight... Yeah. You straight bastards. Hey, listen, we don't have any problem with each other. We're not competing for the same things. Yeah. Yeah, so, so we're, why, why so is we're never great, in each other's so way. So why is there this great concern about fags? Oh, amongst us straight people, there isn't. Only closet queens? That's right. I see. Homophobes, people I with issues. Yeah. So speaking of that, the Palm Beach County Republican Mark Foley served in Washington, Tallahassee, and Lake Worth for nearly three decades until his resignation from Congress in 2006, after news reports of his sexually explicit online chats with congressional pages. 
torturous, difficult, embarrassing. I don't know how many adjectives I can throw at you to quantify what has been the experience, Foley said, of the emotional fallout of his political scandal, a disgrace that presages the defeat of other congressional incumbents in the 2006 elections. Foley has ended the two-year boycott of the media by telling news anchor Roxanne Stein of Channel 5 in Palm Beach that he struggled for decades to face childhood abuse by a Catholic priest. Catholic priest! Oh, my God. How unusual! What another isolated incident. He says he's embarrassed by the illicit electronic messages sent to congressional pages, but strongly denies being a pedophile. He says it took time to become comfortable telling others that he is gay. Gay. No question, you don't let people in your life, he said, of keeping his sexual orientation a secret for years. When's the governor coming out of the closet? Oh, boy, the Republicans are going to have a nervous breakdown over that. First Mark Foley, then Larry Craig, and then Miss Limpress Christ. When Foley resigned from Congress in the fall of 2006, his West Palm Beach attorney, David Roth, no relation to Hyman. It's funny, I have a uh, thing here about Hyman Roth, an email. Revealed that Foley was molested by a clergyman between the ages of 13 and 15 by a Catholic priest. He also said he was recovering from alcohol abuse. <laughs> Everything David Roth said that day was true, despite the fact so many people said we were making it up to save my political seat, Foley said. Foley, 51, and now involved in a real estate business based in Palm Beach, contends that much of his life has been shaped by the abuse he encountered. When I was 12, I was abused, he said, while wiping tears from his cheeks. So I recognized that pain, that suffering. I wish I had confronted those demons. But there was a lot of hesitation because my parents had such deep faith I didn't want to let them down. I didn't want to let them believe a man of God could have done this to their son. A man of God, my ass. Oh, you people with your priests. The world's biggest closet, the priesthood, baby. You see a priest, just shout across to him. You fairy. That's right. Have a nice day, homo. So keep this inside you. Keep this inside yourself. You hide it from everyone, he says. With his voice cracking right. with emotion, Foley added, because you feel like it may have been my fault, you try your best to move forward, ignoring that it happened. When you're 12 years old, a priest is telling you, this is healthy, this is good. Oh, God, it's good. If you tell anybody, I'll kill myself. Your life is instantly changed. Doesn't make it right. I regret to this day this incident, what I've done, but I can't change history. Throughout the interview conducted at his West Palm Beach office and briefly outdoors while walking dogs near his Palm Beach home, Foley expresses embarrassment and regret. He said he sympathizes with his political successor, U.S. Representative Tim Mahoney, Democrat, who took over the 16th Congressional District seat and lost re-election this month following revelations of his own sex scandal involving multiple extramarital affairs. Watching Tim was not anything that made me say, yippee, yippee, I-O. That's exactly the quote, yippee, yippee, I-O. He got what he deserved, Foley said. It was another person to fall short of expectation, another person wrestling with some demons. There's a reason for some of the behavior. It's not for me to sit here and have pity party or celebration says Miss Foley. Andre says, oh, this, this must be the Andre, I don't know who this is. Andre must be like Mexican or something, because he says, now that we got the Republicans out of the White House, how do we get the Cubans out of Miami? Maybe we should hire Hyman Roth, he says. Andres could be French, too. Andres Fontanez. Fontanez. Okay. Fontanez. Maybe he's a Dominicano. From the Republica Dominicana? Maybe. La República Dominicana. Or maybe mm. he's Costa Rican. Maybe he's an or El Salvadorian. Maybe he's Puerto Rican. Right. Maybe he's from uh, Guatemala. Guatemala. Nicaragua. Or one of those other 10th world Colombia. places. Colombia. Bolivia. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. The biggest names. The best talent. Live. 
You're listening to Sports Radio 560 WQAM. Miami, Fort Lauderdale. I am Boris Badenov. Since Fearless Leader has won, Natasha and I no longer have to look for a moose and squirrel. Instead, we listen to the Neil Rogers Fair and Balance 1 to 2 hour. <laughs> Eisner? Mr. Mouse? What the hell are you doing to me? What do you mean, sir? Why am I reading in the paper you're going to put a Disney theme park in Brooklyn? Well, sir, we're just scouting locations. Jesus, I'm scouting CEOs. You are killing me. But, but, but sir, look what we've done with New York City, oh. Times Square, 42nd Street. Hang on. Remus! Remus! Turn off the vacuum cleaner, Remus! Get that bluebird out of here! Okay, boss. Eisner. But, sir, look what we've done with Midtown Manhattan. 42nd Street is incredible. Oh, you know what? Publicly, I supported that, but you took all the porn away. You're killing me. I'm going through Gavilscom like Pez. We're just scouting areas. Calm down. Listen to me, butt munch. Don't tell me to calm down. We got lucky with Lilo and Stitch, $128 million. Now, you're trying to ruin the whole network. What kind of programming are you running? Hang on a minute. I told you I'm digging up all the uh, good oldies. That's a good one. Oldie and goodies. I guess, Greg, now, did you, I sent you two pictures now. Did you get them both? Uh, I got the Tony Dow one. Yeah. Well, look again. All right. Let me uh, send <clears> it to receive. Oh, there, 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 there it is. Tiny. Wow. It's, it doesn't look anything like Eek, Tiny. It's, it's a, Greg Vidal. A little dog with Greg Vidal. A little dog kissing Greg Vidal because certainly no human would. And the rumor is that the dog hated him, too. <laughs> Now, do you think this stuff is really coming from the real Greg Budell? Of course not. Because he felt it was so important to send me this when he sent it again a second time. I have a meeting with programming today. Do you want me to bring your name up? They're looking to add talent to Sirius XM stars, the new flagship talk station. I would get away from Joe Bell if I were you. This is the same Greg Budell that came there and kissed Joe Bell's ass looking for my job months ago. Remember that? Well, we don't know if it's the same Greg Bedell. Sure it is. Who else would have that picture, for crying out loud? Anyone? Would have that picture of Greg and the little dog? If it's on his MySpace, if it's out there on the Internet, right-click, save as, send to. Yeah. 
probably on his my face. He's got 96 friends. He's got a little dog on his face. Yeah. Not for long, though. Dow is down 221. Not good. Fred Souter, who's at Keynesville Community Radio, our good old friend Fred, finally came out of the closet. I mean, he says, hey, I'm not sure if this is the same guy who was news director at Channel 7 when we were at WYOD, but I thought I'd pass it along. I don't think he was news director to Andrew Ash in the Woods. He was PD at this station. Mm-hmm. Just started listening about an hour ago, so sorry if somebody already told you. No, nobody told me, Fred. From Radio Inc., November 11, 2008, yesterday, we at Radio Inc. extend our best wishes to Andrew Ashwood, Ass in the Woods, VP and GM and executive producer for Fox Sports Radio. Ashwood suffered a massive heart attack yesterday, currently is hospitalized in intensive care. Premier Radio Network said in a statement, our thoughts and prayers are with him and his family. And Fred Souter says it's going around. Yeah, it's going around, Fred. I'm dying over here. Andrew Ass in the Woods. Wow, I could tell you a story about him, but I won't. Norma Kent will tell you. I already told you. Yeah. Ask Muff, she'll tell you. Andrew, ass in the woods. Speaking of it, well, I don't want to go into it. I mean, when a guy has a heart attack, I don't want to rip him while he's down. Maybe after he's dead, you know. What do you think? All right. 243 on the pull, Fat Chris. Let's see, 1101 and 243. 1,3344 votes. We're going to top 1,350 today. If we stay until 2, although I'm kind of thinking of leaving now, you know. Maybe I'll find me a good machine if I get there early. You know, we have a 1,001, not 1,101. Oh, 1,000. Well, excuse me. Oh, well. But we do have 249, so we have uh, 1,250. 1,250. How about 1,260, WGVA Geneva, New York? Huh? 1,230, WJNO, uh, West Palm. I don't know what they are now. They keep, you know, all these companies buy up all these clusters of stations, and they change the frequency and the call letters, like, like the 75 WFTLs we got on there. And they all suck. You put them together, and they still got a oh. share. Nice work there, James Crystal Radio. Nice work, Norma. You hang out with only the real big shots in the radio business. When your agent's idea of radio is James Crystal Radio and Steve Lappa, and 8.50 on the dial with their oh. share, and then the other 25 sports stations they got. Oh, God. That's the, uh, that's the crowd he hangs out with, now that David Ross is gone. That used to be his buddy, David Ross. Here's one that says, hey, Neil, ho, 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 please send Chris to my office for some good loving. Tell him uh, I miss him or something. I can't read it. Signed, Joe. Jolly Joe. Ho, ho, ho. He misses you, Chris. Oh, well. You miss him? No. Come on. You don't miss that hot, sweaty body up against yours? It's never been there. That's not what the flea says. And also your good buddy D.A. there at night. You know, D.A. who can't crack a cheer. Oh. Just found him online. Thought you'd get a couple of chuckles out of it. Plus, today seems to be a slow email day. What comas, what, what comes around goes around, I see. Oh, no, the Enquirer's exclusive bombshell expose as John McCain's wife, Cindy, is caught with another man. Not only that, but maybe multiple witnesses have caught the pair lip-locking on several other occasions. I couldn't believe I was watching Cindy McCain passionately kissing and hugging another man. That's the stunned reaction of eyewitnesses who also said she watched in shock and snapped photos as the former presidential candidate's wife romantically kissed a long-haired man who resembles washed-up 80s rock musician. This is one of them. We don't know which one. 
Sources told the Enquirer investigative uh, team the pair have been at concerts and sporting events. Oh, who the hell cares, okay? That drug addict bitch. Oh, Maury says, keep playing Mickey Mouse audio. They're great. Says Amori. No. Should I keep playing Mickey Mouse audio? No. I got a good idea for the rest of the hour. What? Well, no, this might make him happy. I'll just play. Why does that sound, have like an echo on it? Eisner. Oh, you're playing it. <laughs> There you go. There you go, Maury. I hope you enjoyed it. Okay, let me get to my pile of goodies here because the emails are done. The phone is, well, there might be a couple of them on there. I'm not too crazy about it. WQAM, hello. You know, without George, you got no show. You got no ratings. You got yeah, then why are you listening, you old coot? <laughs> this is the same old coot from two hours ago. He's still listening. You're still listening, you pathetic old coot. Go take your teeth and oh, shove them up your... Them. Oh, my God. Stick some pollen in there after you're done. Wow. Same old coot that called two sure. hours ago. Without wow. George, you got no show. Oh, yeah. blah, 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 blah. That must be Lucas, Lucas Podolsky. Or what, remember Lucas from yesterday? Lucas oh, kind yeah. of vanished there, especially after he blurted out about the uh, political stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. Just another pissed-off McCain right-wing Nazi bastard. And then he, then he thanks us for getting him off the religious kick. It, it didn't make any sense at all, you know, all over the place. WQAM, hello. Well, that was quick. Hey, you know, a little heads up on that mushroom Swiss burger at Burger King. Stay mm -hmm. away. It tastes like ass, man. Matter of fact, it's ass a bad name. If don't put any mushrooms on it, then cheese sucks. Oh, but other than that, it's okay? Okay. Well, that's one of our fine sponsors. We're certainly not going to put that on here. I dumped it. Good. Maybe he dumped it, too. <laughs> it sounds like it. Sounded pretty nervous. Sounded like maybe he was calling from across the street. Maybe he was looking at old naked pictures of Joel Feinberg. Twelve minutes after one at 560 WQAM. The biggest names. The best talent. It's the big dog, Joe Rose. Weekday morning, 7 to 10. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The sports leader. You're gay. Well, the bombs exploded with a mighty crash. From the hell right off the bond. Log on to WQAM.com and check out the brand new fan shop. Buy 
your Chad Pennington, Ronnie Brown, and Channing Crowder jerseys. Buy Miami Hurricanes hats, shirts, and collectibles. You can also shop for Florida Marlins, Miami Heat, and Florida Panthers products. Hanley Ramirez jerseys, authentic Dwayne Wade jerseys, and more. Plus, all the NFL, NBA, NHL, MLB, and NCAA teams are available. Shop online. The Fan Shop on WQAM.com. A service of Sports Radio 560 QAM. I'm dying over here. 116 at 560 WQAM. Happy Wednesday to you. Among the 80 trillion uh, entries on the Internet about Charlie Crist is gay. Yeah. I just found something uh, somewhat interesting. Charlie Crist was married once when he was 23, from 1979 to 80, for seven months to a woman, Amanda Morrow, the realtor. She is reportedly living in an open lesbian relationship with Mildred G. Harrison. This is all open information found in tabloids and open records. After this, no steady girlfriend for Chris, no open flirtations, nothing. Right around the time he was running for governor, there were claims of a steady girlfriend here and there. And then, of course, when he was hoping to be the VP pick for McCain, all of a sudden this wedding got announced. How do you like that? Hmm. It says here, hey, Charlie, just come out and say you like the hey. Greek love, man. What? I said, hey. He's a geek who likes the Greek. That's your limpers, Governor Chris. Not that it makes a difference, except the fact he's a Republican and a hypocrite and a liar. But other than that, and also covered up for Miss Foley, by the way. Birds of a feather pluck together. These are good, steady, decent men who don't go around flipping people off or screaming F you at the top of their lungs, MSNBC host Joe Scarborough said on a live Monday broadcast of Morning Joe. Reminiscent of his slip in 2006 when he called an introduction from Tucker Carlson pretty effing awesome. The reason that he says the F-bomb on TV is because he's not a broadcaster. He's just another washed-up ex-politician. Everybody's a broadcaster in America. Everybody's on TV and radio. Oh, by the way, don't forget the big O. Rock solid. Two. Oh, I'm sorry. Monday's gap came about as Scarborough praised President-elect Obama's campaign advisors while criticizing a contrary, uh, heavy-handed approach by Rahm Emanuel, who served as chief of staff in the Obama cabinet. MSNBC, as spokesman Jeremy Gaines told the AP, told, came to the mutual decision to add a seven-second delay to the network's Morning Joe. No other shows will be similarly delayed. That's because Chris Matthews and uh, Olbermann and even pasty-faced uh, Rachel Maddow don't swear on the air. That Rachel Maddow, she, she just annoys the hell out of me. Mm -hmm. I tried watching a little bit last night. I, I just can't watch her. She just, she just goes out of her way to be pasty-faced dykey. I mean, well, what, is the, what is the point of that? I mean, she's entitled to do that. I just, I just can't look at her. Maybe she likes that look. Maybe other dykes like that look. Maybe that's who she's trying to attract. Maybe she's. Maybe that's the MSNBC uh, 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 thing for her show. Works for Ellen, I guess. Dykes. But at least, at least Ellen, I think, looks a little. You know, I mean, she's butch, but she don't look like uh, some kind of a, a a diesel truck driving bull dyke. Rachel won't even put on no lipstick or uh, mascara or even like uh, finger uh, fingernail polish. Why does she do that? And she looks, she, and it makes her look so damn gross. She looks like an ugly guy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Not that Keith Olbermann's a good-looking guy or anything like that, but but at least he's got credibility. She lacks credibility because all she's doing is ripping off his act and all his guests, and she sits there looking like a a pasty-faced dyke. Not that there's anything wrong with being a pasty-faced dyke. I just don't think I want to see him on my TV set with the same stupid-ass guests. Oh yeah. I love Olbermann, but boy, the same. My God, people are like, give us crap about we got no, no new material and no this and that. 
Every single... Here's Howard Feynman again. And, and last night, it's funny because he did look like he swallowed a canary, like I said yesterday. He always has that smirk on his face like he just swallowed. Good evening, uh, Howard. Good evening, Keith. Hi, Keith. Hi, Keith. It's, it, it's always the same. He doesn't say anything. None of them say anything. Oh, Brandon says, tell those goofballs to stop messing around with the Internet stream because in the middle of the last bit, they cut you off to run a spot. You're back on the air, but I think Fat Chris has got something to do with it because I want to remove him from his post via the firing squad. Brandon's got your ass in line. Tell him to get a life. <laughs> they're screwing with the streaming. Well, you know, they're screwing with whatever they can. I wouldn't be surprised pretty soon if it's on the air. If Jolly Joe sends somebody in the control room to start potchking around with the pots, potchki with the pots. Would it surprise you? Not in the no. least. No. Just like that bit says, she'll Joyce and Joe will do any and of course their accomplice, their partner in crime, Clarence, do anything to destroy the show. And by the way, magnificent job. Wait till that trend comes out next Wednesday. <laughs> right in the crapper. Still the highest numbers on the station though, and I, I have a feeling they still will be. I could be wrong. Maybe Joe will get some more wired twenty five, thirty four men diaries in the morning and beat us. I doubt it though. Two hundred and seventy votes on Fat Chris's poll. Shaving my face ninety nine. What a waste of time. What do we got? How many did I say? I have two sixty nine. Two seventy. You have what? I say I have two sixty nine, but I guess yours is more current. Twelve seventy one. I'm way ahead of you, man. You're down the road with a heavy load. Looks just like Jolly Joe Bell. I can just see you carrying Jolly Joe over the altar. No. Carrying him across the door in the honeymoon suite at Fallsview in Niagara Falls. He would have Here to comes pay. the bunny. There goes your money. Don't gamble in a tourist trap is my best advice to you folks out there that want to lose your money. Lose it where you might have a little bit of a chance. I like the hard rock. You like it? I like it fine. George goes gambling there all the time. In fact, I sent George some money so we can go gamble there and pay his bills. Right. I've never gambled there. I've just uh, gone there. Well, I don't blame you. Run around. QAM, hello. Joy Martell. I beg your pardon? Didn't what you happened die? to Joy didn't Martell? You, last time I spoke to you, didn't you promise me you were going to die soon? No, I'm not ready to die yet. Why not? Because I want to live a long time. I'm dying over here. <laughs> well, guess, guess what? The world isn't ready for that, okay? They want you to die before the end of the show. No, they only don't. Got 38 minutes. Hey, do you think we'll ever get an FM talk station down here? No. No? No. Okay, look on there. Have a good day. Bye-bye. My, my. Bye-bye. Oh, boy, we are really desperate. We have hit rock, rock bottom. Believe me. Rock bottom. Oh, rock bottom. Am I right? Yep. No items in this view on the, uh, on the internets? On our uh, email, which you promised me was going to, like, uh, bail us out. It was going to change the world. That's change right. our That's lives. George promised me. He said, I told you this years ago. Take those emails, Neil. It's going to change the whole complexion of the show. Even Fat Chris's zits are going to disappear. Say what? How's your buddy Josh Cordes doing, by the way? I don't know. He comes sucking around for a check again anytime soon. I'm going to really go ballistic. I'm going to tell you that right now. He bugs. And Brandon's probably going to come down there with a shotgun. Do a two-for-one deal. QAM, hello. Hey, Neil, what's going on, buddy? How you doing, sir? Hey, how's your car running, buddy? Your BMW? I'm not. I don't have a BMW. Yeah, Mercedes. I'm a Mercedes. How's your refrigerator I, running? I didn't pick it up yet. Oh, you haven't picked it up yet? No. 
Hey, I want to thank you for taking that call on Monday. Uh, Porter Schlack guy called in. I haven't uh-huh, heard him yeah. in a long time. Uh-huh. You know, as soon as good. he said the third word, I knew it was you. No, it's good to hear. Now, now here's I the deal. You. I want I want you to die too, just like uh, Blind Mike. No, I want I you to die. Porter Schlack Maybe, guy. I'm a big yeah, fan. Uh-huh. It's his boyfriend, Porter Schlack guy, and his accomplice. Oh, we want to hear the quarter slot guy. And, of course, the obvious question for anybody with an IQ of more than one is, why? Yeah, why? Why would anybody want to hear that annoying, phony-affected uh, shound? Too many shound. Maybe he knows he's a spokesman. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how are you today? Okay. Hey, you had your dog for a long time, didn't you? I had two dogs, yeah, for a long time. When you come home from work... Do you find it very quiet in your house now? Do you miss your pets? My dogs died like uh, years ago. Right. Do you, do you miss that, or do you like not having a pet now? If, if I could have a dog in this building, I'd have one, but I can't have one. So, yeah, you would. You, you miss them to some extent. Well, let me see. I, I, recently, I... I recently lost my dog, and mm-hmm. it's like I'm coming home every day, and it's like yeah. it just seems real quiet in the house. Right. Like, that, that's right. Missing. There's a sense of, uh, yeah. Like something's just missing. It's quiet. There's, you know. Right. That's you right. Know, I didn't know if you, you know, you always said, ah, it's a dog, whatever it is, whatever it is. But I wondered if you, if you missed well, what having that around. I said it's a dog, whatever it is. I love my dogs. Are you kidding me? And I, I just, I was surprised that you hadn't gotten another. Or you really? Never... I can't get another one here. What, what word don't you understand? Why do you keep going around like a dog chasing its tail? I, I can't get no. one here. I can't have pets in this building, other than Mexicans. <laughs> can't see ever have a... Yeah. See. Ya. Do you think maybe that guy's got, like, a hearing problem So do you miss your dogs? <laughs> Ever think about getting another dog? I heard you got a Mexican hairless. Yeah. That's true. I don't know how Brandon or any other of your email friends, I don't know them, but I have to give Chris credit for shooting them the finger and telling them to get a life. Nothing pisses me off more than these professional radio critics, says uh, whoever. Oh, this is Zisco. These are the same people who say Georgia's show sucks and you're mailing it in. They just pretend to side with you uh, so you can read their stupid emails on the air. It's the 15 seconds of fame. You don't have to read this on the air. Let Chris know I said good job with again, good life to a what's-his-face. Thank you, Zisco. Go, Chris, uh, pull God, says Zisco. Beware, Zisco. One day he's your friend, and the next day, look out. He loves dogs, the though, see? Psychic. Psychic. The fourth leader. Biggest names, the best talent. It's the Mad Dog, Jim Mandich. All right. Afternoons, four to seven. Sports Radio 560 QAM, the sports leader. Suck it in and hold it. First, let me be clear. I am gay. I have been gay. Furthermore, I love sex. Because of that, I will seek inappropriate conduct at the Minneapolis airport or anywhere else. Again, I am gay, and I should have told my family and my friends about it. I should not have kept my wife because I am gay. I'm coming out today. I hope you appreciate my openness to all of you. Thank you very much. Senator Larry Craig is denying any wrongdoing despite a guilty plea stemming from an incident in an airport men's room. A defiant statement from Idaho Senator Larry Craig. I am not gay. I have been gay. Idaho. Idaho. All right, let's have a little coming out party. Come on out and show us what you got. Hello. 
Here we go. I am not gay. I have been gay. Idaho, 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 Idaho. Low and hammered. In 1982, a newspaper reporter, Craig, had sex with a man in a bathroom at Union Station in D.C. But now I know you're gay, so it's all good, girlfriend. From 85 on the poll, our goal is 1,300 for uh, the combined two polls, and then we're going to have a party. And then Chris gets a big raise. Not? No, I doubt it. Why not? Well, I haven't had one in three years, so. Mike in Fort Myers says, Neil, this, these callers effing blow. It actually makes me long for the chronic from Lutz, he says. At least that guy was somewhat entertaining compared to these ass clowns on the air. Please tell Fat Chris that Sports Authority's got a sale on knee pads for his next encounter with Jolly Joe. Hey, Sports Authority's got a sale on knee pads. Do they have a sale on life for that guy? Jim in Gatesville, New York, near Buffalo. Jim, who's chronic. He said, did you say the show hit rock bottom? I haven't emailed yet. And I even emailed him back. I said, good point, Jim. Good point. You are rock bottom. The mother of a 16-year-old student in the Allison Park suburb of Pittsburgh was shocked when her daughter repeated disparaging remarks made about Barack Obama by a teacher's aide in her vocational high school. One of the teacher's aides said that Obama was going to be shot and killed, Mara Gilligan told KDKA News, and that our flag is going to be the KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken flag, and the new national anthem will be moving on up, and that all my daughter's beliefs were wrong and her children's lives were going to be ruined because Obama was elected. Can you see racist bitch? My God, the new national anthem will be moving on up, although I do like that song. It's sure better than the Star-Spangled Banner, isn't it? Yep. yep. Moving on up to the east side. I like that song. The new flag is going to be the KFC flag. I didn't know KFC had a flag. But I sure like those damn chicken, uh, popcorn chickens. It's good stuff. KFC has a flag? I don't know. No idea. If you had a window, you could look out the window right there. It's right next oh, to Oh, hey, look at that. I don't see yeah, anything. Look out the window. Cut one out. Gilligan, who is white, said that her biracial daughter took the comments personally. Being biracial, she was overjoyed that someone of color was elected and was happy and excited to come to school. And for this teacher to yell these things at her and her fellow classmates was just un unbelievable. Believable. A teacher at the AWBD Career Center overheard the comments filed a complaint with the principal, and Gilligan has since received an email from the administrative director saying the aide would be suspended and disciplined. However, the school would not comment to KDKA on the story. You don't have to yell at other people, especially our youths who are excited about the election, Gilligan concluded. I mean, anybody should want that to happen, especially a teacher, and for you to destroy that joy that they have because of an election is terrible. It's like those Rick and Spuds, man. It's terrible. Southwestern Pennsylvania was repeatedly cited during the presidential campaign as a stronghold of racist attitudes, and even Representative John Murtha, who represents the district east of Pittsburgh, aroused controversy when he referred to many of his own constituents as racists. Two organizations have been described as explicitly racist, appear to be located in Allison Park, where the incident occurred, the American National Union, which has its mailing address here, and a chapter of the Citizens Council of America. How do you like that? National Anthem is going to be uh, boogity-boogity or whatever. We're moving on up to the uh -huh. east side. Boy. Scary. Now, here's that story about some of them. Add this to your vast wealth of uh, religious knowledge. All right. This, this week, the U.S. Supreme Court will hear the case of a federally recognized church called a cult by opponents whose followers have come under fire for the desire to have their seven aphorisms put alongside the Ten Commandments in public places. 
Summum, S-U-M-M-U-M, Summum, was founded in 1975 by Summum Bonum Amon Ra, or Corky Ra, nay Claude Corky Norwell, after an encounter with Summa individuals, said to have introduced him to concepts regarding the nature of creation, which are said to be reintroduced to humanity throughout time by advanced beings. Summum's teaching combined Gnostic Christianity with New Age philosophy and mummification rituals with no particular recognized deity aside from perhaps, perhaps the collective mind of the universe. The collective mind of the universe. Wow. All of these things. Summum is also Utah's first federally bonded winery due to authorities' insistence that the organization's spirituous nectars, which it produces as a meditative, meditative aid, qualify as wine. Boy, Jimmy Syphilis was in the wrong business, you know. He should go out there and hang out with his some mums. <laughs> what? I bet you Jimmy's hung out with some mums. Hey, Jimmy. You fairy. The Supreme Court in hearing Pleasant Grove City versus some mum will address whether or not the municipality of Pleasant Grove, Utah, is required to allow some mum's seven aphorism statue to be placed alongside a privately donated Ten Commandments monument in the city's Pioneer Park, as some mum requested in 2003. The Tenth Circuit Court of Appeals ruled in favor of Summum in April 2007, saying that Summum was denied its right to free speech and has been subjected to discrimination. Several Utah municipalities removed their Ten Commandments mo monuments entirely in response. Liberty Council attorney Matt Staver told One News Now that Summum was a cult that has some kind of Egyptian religion associated with it. Staver contended that Al-Qaeda would be allowed to erect a companion monument to the donated 9-11 memorial or a statue of tyranny to stand alongside the Statue of Liberty. It would require, for example, if someone donates to the Vietnam Memorial, which in fact has been made by private funds, that someone else could come and donate something that is contrary to the theme of the Vietnam Memorial in Washington, D.C. The seven aphorisms per Sumam's teachings are a companion to the Ten Commandments. According to Sumam, Moses first descended Mount Sinai with a new higher law, the seven aphorisms, but they were ultimately only shared with those advanced enough to understand them, like Joe Bell. The Ten Commandments were Moses' second set of stone tablets, according to the teachings of the lower law that was easier for common people to understand. Oral arguments are underway today. Anal arguments start next week. Those are the ones that Chris wants to see. Huh? I wonder if you and Joe have any anal arguments. <laughs> oh, no. They have, them, they have them in the orifice. That's what I'm hearing. Probably get another spy report from DA tomorrow. It's getting a little bit out of control, a little out of hand. Brandon says, isn't what Zisco said in that last email hypocritical? Because uh, he emailed you to complain about people who complain about things on the show. I really don't have a beef with anybody on or about the show other than Cordis and Fat Chris. And Fat Chris is just recently, George is good people, and by the way, he sounds very perky in the spot I heard on the stream. Well, that's because it's about naked broads. Sure. They, they, they paid me for extra perkiness. And he's getting paid for it. Right. He can get real perky if you pay him for that's it. That's right. Neil, can you please watch this gay clip of Kimbo in the shower of Ace Ventura Pet Yeah, I've seen it. It's a gross, and I don't want to see it again. Mike says, can you play a Mark Foley bit before the end of the show, please? Do we have Miss... Oh, yeah. What's that one called? Which one? Don't we have a couple? Foley... Uh, wait a minute. That's it. All right. That's it. Yeah. Yes, I will. What? What does it? Hey, that certainly qualifies for the uh, show today. Digging out some old treasures, man. Some real treasures. And by the way, Charlie Limpress, Chris. You fairy. No, God. Are you sure? Daddy, not straight, Mark Foley's a hobo. 
Absolutely. Forty-six, fourteen till two. Fourteen minutes before, rock solid. The big O invades your airwaves. You know something? I think we're going to take some calls these last fifteen minutes. Okay. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the Verizon and AT and T wireless line because there's no more emails, and I got some really great articles here, but they're way too long, and I don't want to read no more. Oh, computer ad campaign spoiled by a song from noted sex offender Gary Glitter. I'll save these for tomorrow. What was the other thing I was saving for tomorrow? I don't know. Oh, the new bits. Yeah, no items in this view. Even uh, the fake Greg Budell never got back to us. We got 1301 on the uh, total on the pool today. All right. Tub tubby. How do you like that? Very happy. I'm looking at that phone, though. It looks awfully quiet to me. And we got six minutes to kill here. The phone looks dead as a doornail. Here's their chance. WQAM, hello. Let me ask you something, Neil. Yeah. What is it that you have against Ted Rosenberg? What, what's wrong with his talent? And also, what's wrong with Footy's show? When yeah, let me ask you. Footy, Footy got fired. Show. Footy don't have a show anymore. Okay, Footy's off the air. He got fired. Let me say it again. Footy's off the air, schmuck. Oh, my God. These people are older than Methuselah's great-grandpa. Wow. What's wrong with Footy's show? What's wrong with uh, Sid, Sid Rosenberg? Oh, my. God, Sid Rosenberg sucks. I got the greatest uh, guest from uh, from the NBA. I got uh, this. I got that. Yeah, you got squat. You got no numbers either. WQAM, hello. Neil. I'd rather listen to Sonny Rosenberg. Yes, sir. Chris. Oh, Joe Bell, Bukaki's Chris. What? Bukaki's him. I didn't have any idea what word it was he was trying no, to slip in, but either. I dumped it anyway. Just to be extra safe. 302 on your poll today. 
So you may be tubby and obnoxious and doing a lot of uh, nasty things with Joe Bell, but nevertheless, you're still the Polmeister. Yeah, that's me. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay. I got a quick question for you. In regards to Obama being elected, I have no problem with it. I wish him you know, the best of the luck and all that, mm -hmm. you know, being that obviously the majority of the United States want him to win anyway. But I got a question. How can somebody be considered, you know, an African-American if they're mixed, if they're either half white, well, half well, black? Well, let me ask Asian. you this question. What difference does that make? No, I, I don't. I'm just saying. I don't. I, I mean, talk about coming up. We're really reaching to come up with something stupid. I mean, yeah. most of our people are stupid, you know, with, with with a minimum of effort. You know, the criteria in the olden days with the uh, separate water fountains and all that stuff? Right. It was real simple. If they look black, they are. A chat room would be nice on your neilrogers.com. Oh, page. yeah. Oh, yeah. Likely story. You should live so long, Andres. Get a life. You are great, Neil, but I don't know what I would do without you. No chat room. We've already been down that road. And uh, what about Frank Sinatra? <laughs> Beautiful voice. The poll from like six weeks ago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, at least they got some material there as opposed to what makes him African-American if he's only half. Uh, yeah. How about half African-American? How's that? You jerk. God. And, you know, interestingly, I don't. There are black people here. I never heard in my life of a African-Canadian. No. No. I never heard of an African-German. I saw lots of black people in Germany, in Netherlands. I never heard of a African-Dutch. Only in America, as Jay Black would say. So what did you think of that picture of uh, Tony Dow? Pretty scary, huh? No, I, I don't know how old he is now. A hundred? Ten. Whatever. But if uh, I get to be that age and look half that decent, uh, I'll be happy. Oh, yeah. Well, come on. What? He looked healthy? He's got all his <laughs> hair? Alive. A lot he of it. Alive, yeah. QAM, hello. Yeah, hello. I want to answer the Dolphin trivia question. WQAM, hello. Neil. Yes. I know you don't have anything to do with it, but Love 94, why did they decide to go to Christmas music in the middle of November, 24 hours a day? They're playing Christmas music? Yeah. <laughs> what marketing executive came up with that idea? They did it last year. And, maybe maybe yeah. Joe Bell consulted. Oh, man, it's terrible. I mean, you know, it's bad enough they could have started it in December, but, uh, mm -hmm. you know, here it's mid November and uh, yeah, you know, let me let me say something to you. I mean, all honesty, okay? This should be your worst problem. That's my advice. You think that's good sound advice? Yes. This should be your worst problem, sir. And I have another easy solution. Just for just like for the people who hate this show, don't listen. If they're playing Christmas music or something you don't like, don't listen. Get an iPod. Listen to some music that you actually like, if there is any. It's more of the same. God, I, I just, I don't know how people cope with the uh, negativity. I'm supposed to be Mr. Negative. I get that knock all the time. Oh, Neil is so negative. No, I'm not. Positive? I'm, I'm positive about that. I'm positively negative. I mean, I'm negatively positive. Look at that. No items in this view. Good. We clean, we uh, clean the slate. Maybe Greg Budell is in those important high-level meetings now. And maybe we'll be on Sirius someday soon. <laughs> oh, boy. What's going to happen when they shut down Sirius XM? When their stock goes down to, like, penny stock? What's going to happen then? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, when you look at some of the great... They got uh, Lynn Samuels on there. And they got uh, Alice Bennett. They got and Jared. And Budell might be on there. What I, I googled uh, Budell, but all I can find is that station in Alabama. With a banjo on his knee and that little puppy licking him. He had to have somebody kiss him. It sure wouldn't have been human.
Greg Budell. Boy, they hate you. And, of course, it actually could be the real one. You want to know why? Because he's obsessed with his show. Like so many other people who've come through this market, who've come and failed badly, like Joey. Obsessed with his show. Am I right? Yep. Like Mo. Absolutely. Remember Mo used to listen like 24-7 when he wasn't on the air? He was home in Boca listening to the radio. Biggest names. The best talent. This is Neil Rogers. Sports Radio 560 QAM. The Sports Leader. It's Dave in Miami Town. At 560 WQAM. Well, we should have stayed awake because we all had our day. We might forget the word, so please